Hello and welcome back to On The Esky on this beautiful Sunday afternoon for us boys. Uh, we've got the whole crew here today. Uh, Jimmy the China Man, Tony the Italian Nose and Steam the Ginger Ninja. Hey, <laughs> hey how are you? How you boys hello, been this hello. week? Yeah, not too bad. It's yeah, been doing well. Lovely yeah. for me to see the summer of cricket back in action. Yes, uh, we'll get stuck into exciting. that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a nice time of the year, you know, leading up to Christmas and plenty of sport to get through. Yeah, definitely. And of course, myself, Sean, this is uh, an Australian sports podcast with where we cover all the sports from around the world, the big stories from the last four, eight, nine days since the yeah, last month. Yeah, about nine days, I think. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot to cover. Uh, besides the cricket, we'll go through the NRL, AFL and NBA player movements, as well as the NFL and everything that's happening there from last week and this week. Uh, then we've got, as, as we said before, cricket, F1. Uh, as well, then some MMA and boxing news, followed by a little bit of soccer, rugby, and, of course, golf. I think we'll kick off, though, with the NFL this week. And uh, before we get into this week's stories, we might as well go through and tackle last week's games to start off. The week that was. The week that was, yes. So, James, what was the first game? <laughs> I think we covered... The so we were Friday night last time. Yeah, so talk, th- yeah. we talked we Seahawks and Cardinals. We yep. covered that. That so was a Thursday nighter. Let's yep. go from Sunday. Seahawks getting up in that one. Yep. So then I suppose, yeah, moving straight on to Sunday, which was our Monday. Uh, first game of the week was Philadelphia beating out Cleveland. Oh, no, sorry, losing to Cleveland, yep. um, 22 to 17. Horrendous weather conditions. Oh. Yeah, as we thought, and yeah. that's why we backed Cleveland. So good pick by us. Yep. Cleveland and Unders, done well there. Uh, I don't think there was any really major stories that come out of this game either. Yeah, they're 7-3 and three now. I think they've had three games at home, so their um, harder streak probably begins coming up in the next few weeks, but uh, in a good mm. position for Brown, long-suffering Browns fans. Yeah, indeed, they yeah. should really be playing uh, playoff football. They'll be in the playoffs with a 7-3. Yeah. And with... Uh, the Kung Flu raging in Baltimore, <laughs> they <laughs> might have a chance to possibly Nick second in that division. Mm. Nick, mm. Nick Chubb had 114 on the ground. Baker pretty quiet really in the just for, back the back the running backs. Yeah, so exactly. yeah. he had two, two, over 200 yards, but no touchdowns. 12 of 22. I think they were playing to the conditions there. A little bit of talk out of Philadelphia. I think the fans would are possibly uh, getting on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, I have seen oh, a little yeah. bit of a call for him. Uh, Wentz leads the league in interceptions. I was going to ask how many picks he had in this game. He had two mm. in this game. Yeah. I think um, one got returned for a TD. Yeah, I think there was a pick six uh, for the Browns. Sioni Taki Taki, that's a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. I think he took it 50 yards for the score. Um, yeah, so definitely a case to be made. Wentz leading the league in interceptions. Um, it really hasn't been the same since mm. his injury. Has no, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had some recovery games when he first came back, but yeah, since then he just Not hasn't been consistent. But he's, you look at his offensive line at the moment, I think... Ravaged. Yeah, uh, Peters was going to play left tackle. I think he's now playing right guard. Um, and they've... Just Lane Johnson out for the year now, I think. Yeah. With that yeah. ankle injury. So yeah. Zach Ertz has missed the last three or four. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, that's they're, huge. They're like who are they receiving? <laughs> well, yeah, they had Deshaun and Jeffrey and both of them got hurt. So. Yeah, yeah. So Jalen Regal uh, led the wide receivers with fifty two yards. Dallas got it at seventy seven and touchdown. He's a pretty handy replacement for Ertz, mm. but yeah, the, that Travis Fulgham's not been bad this year. He was very quiet He's on the week. Fed. Very quiet on the weekend. Um, and I, maybe the weather had something to do with that. He had seven targets for one catch and eight yards. Glad I left him on my bench. 
But they're still in the race in their division. That's right. In that poop <laughs> NFC East, anyone could... Uh, still in the race. Yeah, could yep. come out, which is crazy considering they're 3-6-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, probably enough time spent on that game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's look, move on. Right. Next look, one. Looking forward to seeing Cleveland in the playoffs. <laughs> Said no one. <laughs> oh, no, I genuinely am. I genuinely <laughs> It'd be very interesting. So after that, we had New Orleans at home beating out Atlanta Falcons, twenty-four to nine. Yeah, smashed them. Big yep. story out of this was Taysom Hill getting his first NFL start. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Drew Brees' uh, absence with what did they say? Like nine broken ribs. He's got. Like, no, he's well. He's on injury like reserve that. now, so he got, he got smashed. Yeah, he's yeah. Yep. he's going to be out for a little while. Yeah. I think we said last week they run the ball and play good defense. So. And that's exactly what they did. I think they had eight sacks. Yeah, eight they, sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ryan was running for his life all day. I think Cam Jordan got him three times. Mm-hmm. And Taysom punched it into the end zone uh, twice. So, you know, they keep that formula going. And, uh, the old wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So. Well, he Tyson didn't look too bad. He fed Mike Thomas as well. Yep. So yep. I think I don't think any other receivers did overly well, but he definitely fed Mike Thomas, which S- is Sanders a good had game four point. for sixty six. But yeah, Mike Thomas had his uh, standout game of the year, uh, one hundred and four yards on nine receptions from twelve targets. It's a pretty simple mm. formula, isn't it? If you play good defense and run the ball well, you and throw it to Mike when you need to, tend to win games. Yep. Uh, holding Atlanta to nine points is impressive. Mm. We've been sort of. Mm. Speaking about it on the show the last few weeks, that, that Saints D is underrated and this and that, they're a legitimate force in the NFL. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Coming out game for them this one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Matty Ice, uh, not quite himself. He was just over 50% throwing the ball, uh, no Did, touchdowns. Didn't have Julio for most of the game, uh, hamstring yeah. uh, strain, which he's been on and off again Very frustrating most of the, the season. Steamrollers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Once you're on the steamrollers, <laughs> you've got an injury bug. So. <laughs> oh. I think it was Calvin's first game back as well. Uh, so. Yeah, and, and he was good. He had five, mm. uh, five for 90 on nine targets. Yep. Um, mm. But, yeah, those New Orleans Saints, they that's look right. to be one of the main contenders in the NFC. Yep. So he'll he'll yep. he'll keep the start and he, so yeah. he gets a W yeah. and he'll start again. And we were just mentioned in pre-show uh, some of Hill's athletic numbers are ridiculous. He he ran a four four four, which is like elite running back level yep. in the in the NFL. And just some of the stuff like that he's done, like he mm. I knew he was a Swiss Army knife, but I was having a good read about him during the week. He's like their main gunner on punt returns, yep. so runs yep. down yeah. and, and and makes tackles. He had uh, like. Six receiving touchdowns last year, 500 yards catching the ball. Wow. Like, <laughs> like that, that's a, yeah. like a good tight end season. Yeah. He's a freak. He's like, yeah, yeah he's a freak. And we were questioning, was, was he worth that money that he's on a few weeks ago? He is now. Seems like mm. he yeah, yeah. really is. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. My quick Google, Zeke ran a 4.46. 4. There you okay. go. So, wow. so, so they, they're six foot two quarterback is as fast as Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy yeah, good. And, and makes tackles on special teams. Mm-hmm. Mm. You wouldn't see Zeke doing too many of those. <laughs> no, no. Next one, James. No. So moving on from there, we had um, Washington at home beating Cincinnati Bengals 20-9. So two big stories from this. Uh, yep. Alex Smith gets his first win back, and I think Washington's now in the lead of that division. Yeah. They've got four wins. Yeah, so we are broadcasting yep. After Thanksgiving. Uh, Sunday right. Australian time and Washington won on Thanksgiving. Yes. We yes. will get to that in so a sec. So is that back-to-back Yeah, two, two wins in a row for the football team. Yep. Uh, uh, and obviously the big one coming out of this, Joe Burrow, ACL, MCL. MCL. Done he, for the year. 
He's done for the year. Uh, very unfortunate. Was probably looking at a possible rookie of the year, playing mm. really well. Yeah, uh, probably uh, be between him and Herbert. Yeah, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. and you'd probably say Herbert uh, leads that. Although Justin Jefferson's having himself quite. If you're the if you're the young receivers are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jefferson's numbers, Randy Moss esque. If you have a look at mm. his rookie season. Yep. That's uh, well. another conversation, possibly for a later date. Man, FedEx Field. So that's where it happens, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. RG three, RG three. That's where Alex Smith Alex had his Smith. burrow. Uh, yeah. I think going back, there's, there's, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a hoodoo. Yeah, interesting and to see grass. how he, it's grass as well. It's not turf. So see how he recovers because we mentioned that uh, Wentz hasn't been the same since his injury. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. saw something that uh, Deshaun Watson also did his ACL as a rookie, and obviously he's come back mm -hmm. and played good football. So. And apparently Watson reached out to Burrow after the game. So yeah. hopefully Burrow can come back like Watson has and um, come back to full strength and lead the Bengals because they're probably not going to win too many more now. No, no. well, no. Uh, Brandon Allen's now the starter and he yeah. so played a couple of They're going to have another high draft pick for sure. So yeah. rebuilding franchise, but that's all right. Yeah, and our well wishes go to Joe. Nice to see after the injury, uh, players from both teams really getting around him. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, you the old Ohio State boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, I think he was playing yeah. against some of his old yeah, Chase old Young teammates. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So really nice uh, aspect of the game. It is a crazy physical, mm. testosterone filled, aggressive game. But when stuff like that happens, mm. it is really nice to see that out of the players. Yeah, yep. Mm. Keep it rolling, James. Yep. So after that, we had Carolina at home beating out Detroit twenty to zero. Yeah. Lions fans, man. <laughs> well, did you see the news? I think it was this morning. So it was this morning. Yeah, yep. Patricia and Bob Quinn, the GM, gone. I did not see that. So that yeah. happened this morning, yeah. did yeah. it? After, so, yeah. Again, after Thanksgiving, another loss. Lions coach mm -hmm. goes. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think, four games they've lost on Thanksgiving or yeah. four, crazy four in a row. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some crazy stuff like that, yeah. wonder what the go is with Detroit because they obviously always get the Thanksgiving game. Yeah, they do. Might be something we could look into. Just a historical thing, yeah, I think. Historical thing. For 60, 70 years they've got it. But yeah. Yep. So another story of this game, PJ Walker, mm. uh, Carolina's backup, uh, got his first career start and first career uh, win. Mm -hmm. So he was with Matt Rule at Temple yep. uh, uh, when they're both yeah. there, 2013, 2016. And then had some success uh, with Houston Roughnecks in mm -hmm. the XFL that kind of got him mm -hmm. this opportunity at he Carolina. He was the best quarterback in the XFL. Yeah, and yeah, and what so a name, the Roughnecks. Yeah, apparently yeah. <laughs> it was like a it's like a uh, something to do with oil and mining kind of thing. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he was cut and re-signed by the Colts eleven times in between. 11, college, 11 between college times. and uh, then the XFL. So 12th time lucky for yeah. PJ. So good to see him get the start, get the win. Yeah, uh, That Lions offense, which is really a strength of their team, to get zero points was mm. not something anyone really expected mm. or saw coming. So I think well, got the defense to help him out in the, to get the was win. Was Galloway a late? Um, late scratch for yeah. Kenny Golladay yeah. and DeAndre uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift yeah. obviously. Yeah. Of course, because, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, man. So I but don't know. Is, is Teddy? Is he close? To, because yeah. apparently he was very close to playing, well, and I, they just kind of wanted to protect him from himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, heard it was a last minute, so, a last minute short week season. as well. So, so Teddy, Teddy might get another game. He might be back this week, but Phil, Philip might be going for thirteen. 
you got to admire someone's yeah. determination. Yeah, that's and I right, would have yeah. pulled a pin at about two, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. but it was really good to see that the two, so Tyson Hill and PJ Walker, step in, and they mm. actually both played really, really well. So, yeah, yep, um, in their spots. So. Um, got some good capability is there. Is CMC back this week as well, or unsure there? They keep they keep floating it up and down. So. Yeah. I got Mike Davis in fantasy zone. <laughs> wishing Christian let's hope, let's hope he's his back recovery, this but I really need a W in that league. Yeah, he's hopefully, hopefully he gets that rehab way. done right. Yeah, indeed. Take all the time indeed. he needs. <laughs> what was our next game there, Jimmy? Yeah, so the next game we had Pittsburgh at Jacksonville beating Jacksonville 27-3. to three. Yeah, Pretty much as per as, script. Yeah, as script, yeah. yeah. The only news coming out of that is uh, Luton is going to be benched and yeah. uh, Glennon is going to get the start for this week. Yep. So I saw right. for the Jags, that is. Mike Glennon lost his job to Mitch Trubisky yep. at Chicago, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he, he lost his job to Foles, mm-hmm. and then Foles loses it to Minshew, Minshew last year, and Minshew loses it to Luton, and mm. then Glennon gets it back. <laughs> so it's a QB carousel, an, an absolute carousel. <laughs> An absolute carousel you, between you, two clubs. Did you include yeah. um, Glennon and Winston at the start of that? I think because Glennon was the start. Glennon was at Tampa Bay. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he yeah. had a good year, and then they drafted Winston the oh, following. Okay. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, he did have that good year. Yeah, actually, he's bounced around a few yeah. teams. Yeah. Now. yeah, big man, six foot seven. Mm, yeah. yeah, looks a bit different. The last time I remember, he had a full head of hair. Last time, <laughs> <laughs> he's running the chrome dome and the ginger ninja beard. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how he goes there. Yeah. Not much chop, are they? They yeah. might be in the uh, lock, lock tre- in, the, in the Trevor Lawrence Bowl with the New York <laughs> That's Jets. right. Lock in another <laughs> top five pick that they'll trade away three or four seasons yeah. after they've picked them. <laughs> <laughs> like Fournette and Ramsey. Yep. 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 I, was watching, I was watching some highlights the other day and it was like the 97 Jags, I think. Maybe yeah. 96 Jags. They were like... They shocked Denver to win in like the first championship game, which... I think it was like it was 95-96 season. Yeah. So Denver would have had a three-peat, basically. But, uh, the, Jags, but the Jags shocked them. Yeah, so the Jags I think they went like 14 and two that year. Yeah. So Denver won the that was like their best year, their best team. And yeah. then Denver won the following two Super Bowls. Yeah. But yeah, the Jags shocked them at home. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. The Jags were good. Yeah. Back when they Under were Tom good. Coughlin. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Tom, yeah. Uh Fred right. Fred Taylor running back. Yeah. Don't know who was playing quarterback, but uh I'll think about it and get back. Any, to it. It any, <laughs> any quick Googles of the 96 uh, Jags? Or Gerard, Dave Gerard or something? Oh, uh, like yeah, Gerard? yeah, yeah. Ga- so Dave, David Garrard? Yeah. But I think that's that was, was before his time. Not uh, wasn't not recent left. It wasn't Byron so. Leftwich, was it? <laughs> Might have been their last no. winning quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there was, a, there was a few years ago where they had that, you know, when that was Saxonville, when they, yeah. they played I, pretty good. I it was that one year. Yeah. But... Yeah, and a pretty sad Bortles friend. definitely didn't have an overall winning record when he was no, there. No, no. And a pretty sad franchise yep. outside of that. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, so moving on, we had Baltimore at home losing to Tennessee 30-24 to in mm. overtime. overtime. Yeah, mm. Good game. Yeah. Yeah. Good Henry game has a big, big yeah. uh, rushing touchdown to seal it and win the game. But, yeah, it was, was it wet in this game? Uh, I don't think no, so. I don't think so. No. It might have been a bit cold, uh, but I don't mm. think it was wet. Uh, Des actually played a little bit better in this game. I think he yeah, got, he got, got some a few passes. receptions. Yeah, um, the Raven. Yes. We said we said last week. I think whoever got out early, they're both good front running teams. Mm. But mm. I think Ravens got eleven up, and they did. Titans chased them down. Yeah, so, very unusual for um, them to blow yeah, a lead certainly. like that. And 
Lamar just not looking like the MVP he was last year. Well, he's, he's infected now. Well, that's yeah, true. true. Well, yeah. well, half their team's infected. Um, but we'll get to we'll get to the okay, run. We'll have a look we'll at that, that in the preview. Oh, yes. but do you reckon the Titans can go far postseason? Their offense can carry them. Mm. Their defense, I don't think, is as good as it was last year. So I'm not no. sure they can go as far as they did. Mm-hmm. I think they've got a better record this time last year than they did. Yeah. yeah. Or this time this, this time year, this year, yeah, than they than did last, last year. year. Yeah. So when and no one, you know, they snuck in in the sixth seed or something. No one thought they were anything. And yeah, and obviously went out and beat, all beat Baltimore all the way to the championship and game and New England. Mm, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, 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 been New England. Yeah, I, I can't remember who. What was the quarterback's name before Tannehill? I've had Mariota. Mariota. Yeah, so Mariota played, I think, the first six or seven yeah. games. Oh, last that's year. right. And then yeah. Tannehill started to get on a bit of a heater. Yeah. I, I mm. like the way they're built for for, for playoff football. Yeah. Down the road. With, <laughs> with a, a guy that doesn't turn the ball over very much, very run heavy, mm. kind of risk averse. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, it's going to be harder the Chiefs and Steelers playing the way they are, but yeah. maybe don't mm. rule them out. Yeah. They do have a pretty easy ish okay. schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they've got a big game. We'll talk about it in a bit coming up against the Colts this week. Yeah. Which yeah. Obviously yeah. Very important for yeah, their divisional standards. Better. Yeah. Second time in three weeks, I think mm. they're playing them. That's right. Yep. That's right. And the Colts got the wood over them so, a few, few weeks ago on Thursday yep. night football. Yep. yep. That's true. Um, so after that game, we had Houston at home beating out New England 20 to, 27 to 20. How you feel, um, Mickey? Oh, you know. <laughs> I, uh, it was feeling good for a few weeks, but obviously, uh, I think, you know, obviously, missing a lot of the, you know, the defense was really the strength of the team last year, mm-hmm. and just not many of those same players come back. And Deshaun Watson, if you don't uh, get a pass rush on him, he's too good. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. and that's really like uh, the linebacking core, uh, either left to other teams or sat out. Because uh, of COVID, so there really no like pass rushes mm. in New England. Mm. So um, that's where I'd really like to see them invest some draft capital in the coming year. Who's yeah. on their D line these days? They got oh. that Lawrence guy. It's a very it? good question. Yeah, yeah, he plays. Yeah, so tack- Lawrence guy. He he's kind of cool, and he's not bad. Oh, yeah, he's in the who, in the interior. Who plays? I think they're the, leading. Um, who plays on sack the edge? Is uh, Chase Winovich? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second or third year guy out of Michigan, but. Yeah. About four sacks or something to lead the yeah, team. So no, not big numbers. Yeah, and then um, Hightower sitting out. Yeah, they lost Van Noy to lost the, Van Noy, lost Collins, lost Collins. Uh, another line Bentley, I think, was another linebacker. Johan Bentley that yeah. went to the Finns as well. So um, the McCordy yeah. brothers both playing. Yeah, so the the so, second so secondary is pretty second, good. Yeah, good. but yeah. obviously the. F- they're not getting any help from the front end guys. Yeah, yeah. and you can no cover pr- for no so pressure long. on the quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like Cam had a over three hundred yards passing kind of thing. I think JJ Watt swatted about four balls down, so he was back in JJ SWAT. Yeah, so uh, probably a bit higher scoring and um, than might have expected. And yeah. Houston defended against the run uh, reasonably well. Yeah, um, eighty six so. rushing yards given up. Uh, Cam three sixty five, twenty six yeah, of so. forty. Yeah, because yeah, they got he behind, got behind by a couple of scores, and then yeah, had to pass. So, um, that, I mean, that's really that's how you want to play against New England. You want to get in front and make them throw, not mm-hmm. make them run. So, uh, yeah, mm. Texans too good. Yeah, really had a lot of yards, and I think Will Fuller had a massive game mm-hmm. uh, for them. 
So he's probably two rolling. teams we wouldn't expect to have any playoff implication. No, not at this stage. No. no. Mm. Uh, the only news I think out of the Texans was they let Kenny Steele's go. So oh, really? yeah. mutual decision because he just wasn't getting any ball, and they've got a mm. kind of a deep receiving core there at the moment. Uh, so possible landing spots of all course include New England yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Baltimore. They've always talked about oh, and yeah. the Packers. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah number two yeah. guy in in Green Bay, mm. but Baltimore kind of like Hollywood Brown's been doing nothing. Yeah. I don't think he had a catch on the weekend. I think it's more a quarterback problem. Quarterback thing, yeah. His does look good and he's getting the ball, but yeah. I think both, both all three of those receiving calls are probably lacking a little bit of extra talent. Yep. Some veteran yep. talent, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And Kenny still has had a few good years there in Miami and New Orleans before that. Yeah, he's bounced mm. around a bit now, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he'd be a he good pick-up yeah. for any of those teams. What was our yeah. next game there, Jim? Yep, so after that we had Denver at home beating Miami 20-13. to 13. Let's go, boys. No, I picked them, but you... Denver defense showed up. Yeah. Oh, they played good D. It's, it's Con- considering yeah, right. their injuries that we've spoken about before. Really yeah, their the second string uh, defensive line played pretty well. Um, Chubb mm. and Reed probably had their best games of the year. Um, really get off the tour, which uh, that great game playing from Vic uh, very much too. He, rookie quarterback, let's not give him any time. Um, their left tackle, I think, was a rookie. He was starting his first game. Um, so their offensive line was banged up. So they went after him. They blitzed a fair bit and uh, didn't give him any opportunities. What would you make of the mm. tour benching? That's probably the big story to come out of well, this game. He took a sack before that and it looked like he rolled his ankle a little bit. Do um, you think it was an injury prevention type thing? Possibly. He was taking shots and he might have been a little bit hurt of after that, and he was hurt through the week, I think, with a hand injury as well. Well, that's that's come since the since, game, but yeah. yeah, it was about five or six times that he'd been sacked. So, whether yeah. you just put old man Fitzpatrick in, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, protecting and Locke got a lot of help from his ground game yep. uh, for probably the first time, yeah, the whole year, yeah, 189 and, rushing yards. Um, two uh, yeah, games. I think, I think all Gordon of the, and Lindsay all of Denver's wins, of course, yeah, have come from like Lindsay getting 15 plus carries and. Mm-hmm. Gone over 100. So that is the game plan. You've got to run those guys and help him out so he can make the throws he needs to. He, he threw a pick on the first series, but he did came back and played better throughout that game um, and started connecting with some more of the guys and getting them more involved and got more confidence as the game went on, which was good to see. Sure, you, yeah. might, you might be in, mm. able to enlighten me. Who mm-hmm. is Tim Patrick? So Tim Patrick, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when he had another big game. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's been the third or fourth guy. Big, big unit, 6'4", mm-hmm. got a massive wingspan, uh, just always been on the team, was kind of the junior man. Uh, but with Sutton out, of course, yeah. and Jerry Judy kind of taking the one duties, uh, he's, you know, the number two at the moment on the number two guy. Mm-hmm. And they got Hamler that plays the slot and um, Deshaun uh, Hamilton, very similar kind of builders, mm-hmm. slot guys. So he's the big so unit outside, big, number two. The big outside target. Had a good game, five receptions, 119 yards. Yep. Maybe someone to keep an eye on uh, if you play a little bit of fantasy football coming into playoffs. Yeah, the sneaky little mm. lad because um, he's really – if Jerry's covered, um, Judy, that is, uh, then, yeah, he's definitely getting fed a lot of the ball. Um, Fant kind of had be – he's still getting a lot of targets mm. and a decent amount of ball, but they do spread around with the tight ends, especially when they've got um, Gordon and uh, Lindsay going. They mm. run their two tight end sets, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, they spread it around to the tight Who's ends Who's the second well. tight end? Uh, it really depends. I think it's been Nick uh, Varnett is the other one, uh-huh. but he's kind of pretty average, so yeah. I wouldn't look at him for anything special. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be getting more game time than he should be, but – I think Denver's lost two other tight ends to injury, so Button and um, Big O are both out. Yep. I'm not going to even try to say Big O's name. 
You guys can look up Albert's <laughs> name later. It's he's massive. Um, Call him Big O. Yeah. So sometimes those guys that don't get big passing or receiving numbers as a tight end are good blockers, and they're in there yeah. For, yeah. for a reason. Uh, Nick Boyle comes to mind from yeah. Baltimore. They often play two tight end set with him. Rarely puts up big receiving yeah. numbers, but just sort of play him as an extra O lineman. Yeah. So I said it last week, uh, they could possibly sneak this game. They had to play a complete game. The defensive had to play well and we hit all those things. So mm-hmm. very good. Uh, this week, maybe not so much, um, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. Right on. What was our <laughs> next game there, Jim? Yeah, so moving on after that game, we had uh, LA Chargers at home beating out the New York Jets, 34-28. to 28. Yeah, Jets probably pressured... The Chargers a little bit more than you would have expected. Mm. Yeah. Don't want to give up points. 28 points to the Jets. No, no. no. Well, they uh, did the same to the Patriots the week before, yeah. putting up yeah. 27. Yeah. So Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots still won. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Joe Flacco getting – that's his second start now. I think so. With Donald Had Brown. a very, very bad like pick six early in the game. Mm. Like, mm. Classic, classic fail. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Herbert well, continuing uh, – Putting up big numbers. Yeah, as yep. we mentioned a few minutes ago, most likely the rookie of the year now. He had 366 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, his touchdown to pick ratio is pretty good. Yeah. Well. I think he's 20-something yep. to think, Black I think six. he's the only rookie ever to have like more than three games with three, tu- oh, three yep. passing yep. touchdowns in his rookie season. So um, putting up big numbers and good to see them actually close out a game and get a win. Yeah, yeah. rather than choking. Speaking of big numbers, destroyed my fantasy team. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Whoa. How many receptions did he get in the end? 16 yeah. receptions, 145 yards and a touchdown. Thanks for coming. In a PPR wow. format, very, very deadly. Killed you. Shout out to uh, Pappy's Tiny Dancers. If you're listening, well done on the win. Uh, we were thinking that's right up there. Uh, what... Who had the record? Brandon, Brandon Marshall, Marshall, 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a massive game. Okay, I think that was in the Super Bowl as well um, when they lost the Seahawks because oh, really? they were just feeding him the ball at that point. Yeah, right. Oh, maybe mm. that. Uh, maybe it was a little bit before that. Ooh. I've got to check my history. Yeah. Or was it a Jay Cutler game? It was one of the games where. Mike, can you just have a look It was there. a losing Brand game. Brandon Marshall, fed, 21 fed receptions. Yeah. Because yeah. they only scored seven points in that. In that Super and Bowl, and didn't yeah. they? Peyton Manning was a quarterback at that point in time. Yeah. So like DT and, and th- Decker. And I think that's right. I think it was DT yeah. and Decker. So mm-hmm. I think Marshall might have Good been a year or two there, before. Yeah. Yeah. Which would have... Was it Jay Cutler season? Mm. I have to think about that. We'll get that up shortly. Anyway. Uh, but obviously 16 receptions in a game is massive. Yeah, I think Harris and Marvin Harrison had, had the it record. For a, what, what, 18, for a, did you say? Yeah, 18 I think yeah. it was. For so, a, he had it for quite a while. So Allen up there uh, amongst... Some of the best uh, games in terms of receptions ever in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to finish off and still the head coach for the New York Jets. He's still <laughs> fucking there. Keeps yeah. a streak. What are, are they on ten now? They're on ten. Yeah. Trisha's got to be looking across and be like, "Hey, hey, hey I just got fired." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've won some games this year. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Um, yeah. So it was in. Uh, 13th of December 2009 against yeah, the no. Colts. Over color. Targeted 28 times. 28 My goodness. Targets. Yeah. 21 receptions for 200 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Who was the quarterback? Was it Cutler? It would have been in 09. I think I so. I got that here. Unless it was Tebow. No. no it was before he, before it, was, it was him or Orton, but I think um, that trade happened the following year. Probably Cutler. Jake, oh, Jake Plummer? Shit. No, no. Plummer was I think he might have been retired, but it... 
It's not a bad shout there. Because he retired in the 07 season. Right. Okay. So I'm pretty yeah, sure it's Cutler. Yeah. I've got the Jets. Uh, uh, well, they, they, they kind of were a pair that kind of followed around each yeah, other. When they yeah. Denver and Chicago. and Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pals. Yeah. Cole Orton, Chris Sims. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Because yeah. I think that was the first year of um, McDaniels and he traded Cutler to the Bears for Orton. So, right. it was, yeah, Orton was right. back there, yeah. Yeah. I've got the Jets run home here. They play Miami and Las Vegas at home. I'll lose both those games. Keep going. You'd, think, you'd think so. You'd think so. Like, uh, Las Vegas we'll get to in a sec. Uh, they're looking not too bad. Then at Seattle, at Los Angeles Rams, don't see him winning them. Nope. Versus Cleveland at home. Nah. <sighs> Cleveland has run the ball down their throats. At New England. Whoa. I, could, I think we said it last week. The only one they could possibly win is against New England at the end of the year. Where they might be playing. With uh, that run home. <laughs> they might have Steeden playing quarterback by then just to see what he's got. The best record yeah. they get is 1-15, <laughs> I think. Yep. Uh, yep. What was our next game there? Mark? Yep, so after that we had Indianapolis at home beating Green Bay in overtime, 34-31. to 31. Big game. Yeah, this we tipped this to be a good one, and it yeah, turned out that way. Sure did. And the last few minutes, I don't know if you guys caught it, it was absolute mayhem. Yeah. Um, like, Rogers just drove the ball down, like, as he does, to take the game to overtime. Uh, and then they get it into overtime. Mm-hmm. He throws a completed pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yep. He coughs mm. it up. Fumbles. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis gets the ball on about the Green Bay 35. Pretty easy field goal, obviously. Mm. Uh, if you don't score on your first drive, field goal wins the game. Yep. So it's essentially MVS lost the game for him. Pretty shattered uh, on the sideline there. He's trying to sort of establish himself as a number two receiver Yeah, and he's there. had a... Better a couple of weeks as well. So yeah, he's a really good deep threat. Mm. He's he's quite fast and speed. And, yeah, and holds speed and size. holds the long ball in well. Uh, the Colts move to seven and three. They are looking like a pretty good football yeah. team. I think they're for mm. real. Yeah, well rounded. That defense is good. A couple of levels. Buckner on the D line. Leonard mm. patrolling mm. the middle and the linebackers. Yep. So that Malik Hooker's pretty good in the secondary. Their defense is. Good. Yeah. Like uh, we've spoken we've spoken about it before, but they're, they're I think there. that's where their defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus or something is now saying that he could be the next, you know, when the head coaching uh, carousel comes around at the end of the year, his name will be in the mix for right. sure with the job that he's done in Indianapolis because a couple of years ago they were terrible. Oh, weren't right? they? Yeah. So yeah. he's uh that's right, when Frank Wright and uh, Eberflus arrived at the same time and have definitely turned them around. And you look at guys like, you know, uh, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, Malik Hooker, not really big-name guys, like obviously playing a much better than their name suggests. So obviously the coaching, uh, you'd think, has a bit of an impact there. Uh, Green Bay go to 7-3, and three, uh, didn't really play too bad. I think the Green Bay's problem is their, is their defense. Um, they, they did give up a little bit there uh, to... The running game uh, of Indianapolis, mm. they ran the ball for 140 yards. Phillip Rivers had 288 uh, yards, three touchdowns, one intercept. He's been a good pickup for them as an old man. Yeah. yeah. Saw a good thing like this week with uh, what's his Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker oh, from the Colts. Yeah. Uh-huh. A photo of him 
next to DK Metcalf, yeah. the, the, you know, the uh, gym photo of DK, and they say, what a great sport that these two guys are both professional athletes in the same sport. He's quite wiry, blank and shit, let's put it like that, and the goggles yeah. the goggles on definitely add to it. Mind you, good kicker. He's, That's right. Yeah, he's been, he's been yeah, killing it, so... Yeah. Kick the game winner for him. It's a bit of a rap career as well. You're joking. I think he's got someone sitting on uh, SoundCloud out there. Really? What's his rap name? I think it's Blanco. Blanco, yeah. So might have to... Something for next week, perhaps. Maybe. Opening jingle. (laughs) Very good. What was our next game there? Yeah, so after Colts and Green Bay, we had Minnesota at home losing to Dallas. Mm. Yeah, so Andy Dalton's first game back. Um, so they definitely looked better in this one against Minnesota. The Red Rifle. Mm. Yeah. They ran Dalvin Cook as much as they could. But I think it was the Dallas ground game got going. Yeah, Zeke had his best game in a while. Yeah, I think yeah. his first 100-yard game for the season. Yeah. You yeah. see uh, CD Lamb's twisting acrobatic oh, yeah. TD and then, catch. And then Thielen followed it up as well mm. with, with one that was nearly as nice. That's CD. That's close to the catch of the season for me. Like, like he catches it like he's parallel with the ground. Yeah, he's much. fallen and it's backwards. Like it's yeah. he's spun right around. And the, he's fallen backwards. And it's over not like his he's, uh, yeah. the, the corner is right on him as yeah, well. Laid all over him. Mm. It's a good grab. Um, so yeah, Dallas get the uh, the cash in that. They're three and eight and still alive in that NFC East, which is beyond me. Uh, we will cover their Thanksgiving game in a sec. Um, a little bit of a. Upset for the Vikes there. They go to four and they were, six. They were streaking a bit, so that's set them back. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. all picked the Vikes they to win. Well, they were one and five, weren't they? So they yeah. had one three before that. We yeah. kind of flagged them maybe as a playoff contender. Pretty hard from four and that six. That probably stops it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. They had to win this game. And they tried their, tried their best to ride Cook as much as they could, but yeah, they just couldn't get it over the day. Defence. Couldn't make the stops to help him out. Obviously. Not the same Minnesota Vikings defense, defense that they've had. Daniel Hunter years, yeah. injured, and yeah, they're just not quite that nasty, stingy defense. The lines just seen. not like it, what it was. Correct. Mm. Next, Max. So after that, um, we had Las Vegas Raiders at home losing to Kansas City in a pretty high scoring 35 to 31. Mm-hmm. Pretty close to game of the round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I was the only one that backed the Raiders, and I was getting pretty close. But yeah. they took the lead with a minute forty left, and it was like that's a that's a minute forty too much for Patrick Mah- Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. did Mahomes things yeah. on that last drive. <laughs> yeah. Very sexy football. Uh, yeah, I also I think I took the Raiders with the line, um, which was seven and a half, and they they were ninety seconds away from winning yeah. that game. Went much close. improved, Las Vegas Raiders. They look like team. a good team. Yeah. Derek yeah. Carr has like he's putting up some. Reasonable numbers now, mm. not turning the ball over very much. Uh, he had three touchdowns and a pick for 275 on that game. Josh Jacobs looking quite nice and yep. their offense. Obviously pretty hard to contain Kansas City's defense. Uh, uh, on the game winner to Kelsey, social distancing going on there. Kelsey had, <laughs> had a paddock to himself and you're like, that's Travis Kelsey. Like how? Oh, man. Like, like, I don't think there was anyone within... 20 square metres. is the yeah. More, maybe. That's only... That's what, yeah. four by five no. metres. It was bigger yeah. than that. Like... No. You didn't have to be Patrick Mahomes to make that... Yeah. You know, yeah. Make that throw, did yeah. you? That was... I could have thrown a duck up there and Travis Kelsey might have come down with it. It happens a bit for Kelsey, though. But I think it's because they do the numbers. Like, you start with Hill and then you're Hardman and then you work your way through and you cover yeah. off all the receivers. And then Kelsey's... He may have a linebacker on him and then 
you know, he's going to win that most of the time. And that, that offense, mm. he had all day to throw that ball. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, kudos to that Kansas City offensive but, line. I mean, they're the only ones. Uh, they've pushed Kansas City twice now. Obviously, they won the mm-hmm. first won game yeah. and then and very it. tight in this game. And so. I think Mahomes has two picks on the year. And both against Raiders. Both against, yeah. come against the Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. So if you're the Raiders, you'd definitely walk away from this knowing that, hey, if we meet you again in the yeah. playoffs, yeah. we can definitely compete with these definitely. guys. For sure. Yep. So there's possibly, hey, we could, well, we beat them once. We went really close the second time. We can definitely, you know, compete against these guys. Tell you what else is not fun. Uh, when you go up against Cannon Allen, <laughs> and then the bloke that you're playing also has Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yes. <laughs> they had Kelsey had eight for hundred and twenty seven, Hill had eleven for hundred and two. Doesn't matter how many you put up on, on your side. You know, had 135 some tasty numbers. 135 points in fantasy lost by about forty. So that yeah. wasn't much fun. Shout out to you, Chris Pappas, if you're listening. Uh that brings us to Monday night football. Yep, Monday night football. So last game for the round. So we had Tampa Bay at home losing to Los Angeles Rams 27-24. to 24. How is it being a Bucks fan, Monkey? They they look uh, like the, the best team in the world against hot, Green, cold, Green hot, Bay. Cold, hot, yeah. cold, hot, cold. They're Katy Perry. They're hot, <laughs> they're cold, they're yes and they're no. Like yeah. that Green Bay game, they looked unreal. They look like shit against the Saints. They go out. They had to bounce back. Yeah. Who they they flogged someone two weeks ago? Uh, Carolina. They no, Car- yeah. 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 And and it was a clinic. And then the Rams are an improved team, but obviously they they're sneaky good at the moment. Don't come away with the W there. Yeah. Rams improved to seven and three yep. in that stacked NFC West. Mm. Yeah. They've got a good defense, and Goff's just doing enough at the at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, they could go. They could go anywhere really. Did you mm. did, did you catch the whole game, Monks? Or no, I didn't. Or bits of it. I didn't, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it hinges. It all hinges on the defense. Yeah. Um, so Goff putting up three hundred seventy six yards. Yeah. You, you're never going to really win when you're against did, those type of numbers. Did Bucks yeah. get much of a running game? Because I think we said the week before they had no. four rushing attempts. Yeah. And they backed up. Jones had that ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. I mean, yeah. So they yeah. flipped it. Did they get much of a rushing? I, as a um, team, 18 attempts, 42 yards. Yeah, so yeah. Got nothing on the ground. What, so what did Brady doing this as well? Uh, Brady looked a little bit old in this game from, mm. from what I saw. Uh, he had 26 of 48, 216 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, should have mm. been better in this. Yeah, not not the greatest numbers. I hate to slander a goat, uh, but he, it, that just that age is starting to show really struggled on a few of the longer passing attempts. Yeah, and props well. to the Rams' defense and, as well. Yeah. yeah, and and when when he was you know putting up the ridiculous numbers that he did you know three four years ago mm. to twenty years ago, his accuracy was was one of his big things, and mm. obviously that's mm. his uh, timing as well slipped it? slipped a little bit. Unbelievable to see a guy still playing at his age at an elite level near uh, that multi-dimensional attack though. If, yeah, if the defense just knows. You know, every time it's going to be a pass, pass rushes, tee off. Yeah, you got um, Jalen Ramsey out there yeah. go, taking one you, of the. Obviously, you know, yep. you need a bit of ground, uh, ground attack help, and not. When they win, they seem to be getting it. When they lose, it's yes, the ground attack doesn't really seem to be get going. And we so. can we've beaten it to death, and the receiving core for the Bucks possibly being the best ever. They all had big target share. Uh, mm. Brown had thirteen yep. targets. Godwin ten. Evans nine. Like. So try to get the ball out to him 30-odd times and just didn't do a whole lot with it. No. Uh, I think, Michael, you're all over it here. If they can run the ball effectively and play good defense, they'll be 
a team to watch out for. If they don't, then, yeah, the weekend happens. So the final yeah. story to come out of this game was Tom Brady didn't shake Goff's hand after the game. So Jared Goff was in halfway looking for Tom, and Tom was already heading there. This is the second time that Tom's yeah. done this. So he, he did that to yeah, Foles, Foles as well. Um, and it's, I think he came out during the week and said, oh, I only really shake hands of guys that I know, like Rogers, et cetera, like guys I have relationships so, with. So like, he's trying to disrespect him? <laughs> I, I, like, sh- as a quarterback, you go shake the other quarterback's yeah. hand. Like, it's it's the big photo yeah. opportunity. They're all waiting for it. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't look good on him when they're at halfway looking for him and uh-huh. he's not there and he's running off. Yeah. Looks like he's having a sook running off to, to the, the, um, the locker room. Indeed. So he's, he, and he's kind of they've picked up on it a bit more this year, but um, I think they found uh, other going back. Yeah, yeah other inches. He didn't shake. I think of any of the Super Bowl losses, I don't think he shook any of their hands. Maybe Eli because he had a bit of a relationship with the Mannings. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, is uh, don't want to say sore loser, but you know, yeah, it's strange coming from a culture over here where cricket you shake everyone's hand, Aussie rules you shake everyone's hand. Like soccer, yeah. you shake yeah. Even if you had a bad game. Yeah. Obviously, you can't do that in the NFL, given the number of players on each side, but it is tradition that the quarterbacks shake hands at the end of the game, and yeah, it doesn't look the best on TB12. Again, hate to slander a goat. Uh, maybe uh, he's got his reasons. Maybe his his little bladder is so he's so old he's got to duck out. And go, <laughs> he can't hold it anymore. Well, I, I was thinking. Well, you know, he's taking his age. Maybe he's worried about COVID, so that's why he's not shaking hands. That would have been a better excuse. Again, than, again, something, no, I don't have something to consider. I think that's probably enough of our insights on that. Also, <laughs> another story out of this game: the uh, first all African American officiating uh, yes, crew. Yes, oh, right. yeah, yeah. all of, yeah, yep. So, so, so we have two, nice two, two side judges. And yeah, all eight. The whole crew. The whole crew. crew. Yeah, everyone. The whole eight, crew. So eight it was the first, first time that's ever happened. So, yeah, right. yeah another impressive stat. And mm. actually, it did remind me of another story out of this. I think um, AQ Shipley. Who's yeah, I was Mac just Mac about to mention yeah, that. Yeah, McAfee's mate who's the centre for He was Tampa. the backup centre. He started the last couple of games. Yeah, he's uh, done a neck injury. He's 34 uh, and I think that might be him done. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's retired. Oh, they have official. Yeah, I, yeah, I know he had. Ne- he was they were going in for next surgery. I'm not sure if it's con- official, but he's yeah, will be retiring. Yeah. It looks. Yeah. Are they looks like they're pushing him, saying like this is pretty bad. Yep. neck injury. Like you don't want to be out there. All the best out to AJ Shipley. You don't want to mess mm. with anything that's spinal. Yeah. No. No. Definitely. Um, and that wraps up week eleven in the NFL. That does. Mm-hmm. That we does. Have had uh, it being Sunday here at time of broadcast. Thanksgiving yep. went ahead. Mm-hmm. Only two of the three scheduled games mm-hmm. went ahead due to uh, coronavirus run, absolutely yeah. ravaging the Baltimore yeah. Ravens, and there's big implications for them that we'll get to. Yeah, let's talk about the game soon. First. Uh, yeah. yeah, what was our first game uh, Thursday night? Yeah, so Thursday night, our Thanksgiving games. So we had um, Detroit at home losing to Houston 25 to 41. Mm. So Houston had a bit of a bounce back since they got rid of O'Brien. Yep. Uh, they won their last two. Yep. And I think they're three from four as well. Yep. Uh, in the last, yeah, in the yeah. last four. Yeah, yeah, I believe JJ right. got a pick six. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... three hundred eighteen passing yards, four yeah. touchdowns, no picks. Same thing. Thank you. you. Give him time. Yeah, if yeah. you can't rush him, he's, he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah Will Fuller had, uh, big had a big game as well. Mm. So. And, of course, as we mentioned before, that resulted in the Lions clearing out their front office. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who their interim is going to be at the moment. Be, I'm assuming one of the... I think uh, it was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yep. Right. I can't remember his name. But I don't like their chances going forward. But 
generally, so we'll have to talk about the upcoming game, but, you know, you fire your coach, you usually win the game after. That's kind of the general rule. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the Jets need to do and they'll win a fucking game. <laughs> that's why they're not firing Adam Gaze. So they need the number one. They, they need that 0-16 record. Exactly. They're going to guarantee it. So we're gonna Fire him at after the last game. <laughs> yeah, 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 done. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then they don't get their, you know, their enthusiasm bounce back. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so Lions bad, Houston yep. getting better um, now that they've gotten rid of Bill O'Brien. Both these teams you wouldn't think would have any playoff uh, no, implications. Uh, the next game that we talk about, both teams obviously could be playing playoff football mm-hmm. in the NFC East. Who yep. do we have, Max? So we had Dallas at home losing to Washington football team 41-16. to 16. Mm. Yep. And Dallas, Pre- sorry, I was just going to say Dallas, I think, lost both their left tackle and right tackle in this oh, game. Jeez. Um, well. uh, so Zach Martin, I think, was from right guard to yeah, right him, tackle. Yep. He was the yep. worst one, so he's... I think he might be done for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I think the left tackle went out and then came back and then went out again, but I don't haven't heard anything um, more on him. But their D, their sorry, their offensive line's pretty banged up, uh, and it didn't help. Zeke did nothing. Andy Dalton had no time. Um, he went. He, pro, he, he very much targeted um, Amari Cooper in this, mm-hmm. uh, but he, he was well covered and. Uh, the Washington uh, defensive line, all first round picks, yeah. really mm. got after him and really got stuck in. I mean, him. We've been saying it all year that the defense has been pretty sneaky good. Yeah. So yeah that, yeah, that front seven especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chase Young probably a pretty good candidate candidate for rookie defensive player of the year. Yeah. Got a sack um, in this game. I think that Antoine Winfield from um, Bucks, yeah. from the Bucks has had himself a real nice year. Uh, Patrick Queen, I think the linebacker from the Ravens, mm. but. Chase Young looking fairly good. What did they get in here? Yeah, so I think the, the, the story of the, this game for Washington. Three, three sacks and six tackles for yeah. losses. So. Yeah, so Washington very much just pounded the ball down Dallas's throat. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, three TDs to Gibson. Gibson, yeah, yep. had a really big day. Um, uh, JD, um, is it McKissick? Uh, JD McKissick. Yeah, yep. had less involvement than he had in previous weeks. Yeah, uh, he's been actually been getting pretty, <laughs> actually getting pretty involved in the passing game the last few weeks. Now I he think had, he leads running backs for receptions. Yeah, at the he moment. might do, or maybe Kamara is just ahead of uh, him. probably. Yeah, Kamara, yeah but he, he was averaging about ten catches a game at the moment. Yeah, so yeah, uh, coming in. But I think he only had two. Alex Smith hates a check down. Two for yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just uh, kept feeding Gibson. I think this was again to the dismay. It was a pretty <laughs> close game until, <laughs> until about uh, midway through. Well, Jalen Smith quarter. got a pick mm-hmm. and was returning it, and McLaurin chased him down and got him down on about the two or something like that. Very close, mm-hmm. DK esque. Yeah, yep. and then uh, Dallas couldn't punch it in mm-hmm. from you know yep. with only two yards out, mm-hmm. and after that, uh, the football team ran away with it. And you think. If he managed to get the return all the way into the end zone, Maybe or they punch it in, Maybe a different uh, game. it would have been yeah. tied up or Dallas goes ahead. could have been different, a bit more momentum to Dallas. But Yeah, so the football team put up 21 unanswered points. Yeah. In yeah. So I think the very next series they tried the, the fake punt. Um, oh, that was horrendous. On like a 4-10 <laughs> and 10 and it just didn't materialise and they mm. lost, he lost a yard. So they turned it over on like their 30 and then Gibson scores on the next play. The next so, play. And then they scored uh, two pick, touchdowns pick straight after that. So. Yeah, defence got a pick six, Montez yeah. Sweat. So Buried them. Went south quickly for the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. What about both those chase downs from wide receivers? Mm-hmm. Uh, the defence gone out and makes the stop. 
That that's a, fires them up. A yeah. huge turnaround. Yeah. yeah, it fires up the defense, and obviously you're saving yourself seven points. Mm. Yep. That's obviously that you got to commend the defense for making the stop, but also the wide receiver uh, McLaurin and Metcalf for those pretty amazing chase downs. Definitely, mm. yeah. Well, so of course, it'll g their guys up. It Washington happen. football team in first place. Yep. Yeah, NFC uh-huh. yeah. at the moment. Yeah. They've four and they seven. swept the Cowboys <laughs> yeah. in the season, so I think that's the first time they've done that in quite a number of years. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. And they they still have games in hand against the Eagles and Giants, I believe. Mm. Yeah, I think they sh- they showed something during this game. I think from the last sixteen odd years, they've had a different winner of this division. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so no it, one's gone back yeah, to back. Uh, yeah, no one's gone back to back. It goes Eagles, Dallas, Eagles, Dallas, then yeah. Washington, and uh-huh. then yeah, they're just like it's. it's and then, of course, the Giants get thrown in there as well. So yeah, yeah. It, it just yeah. bounced. They haven't been a consistent winner of that division in the last, like, 16 years. Yeah. So, well, Eagles won it last year, so they won't win it this year, yeah. based on that. Uh, <laughs> based on that, yes. <laughs> no, Put I a line through them. I couldn't imagine yeah. Washington's won it for a few years. No, not probably no. since RG3's yeah. rookie season. Yeah. I think no, they, they made the playoffs that year. I don't know if they were the division champs or... Did they win the... Year Alex Smith got hurt? They went 9-7 no, that year. I don't think they did. I think when Alex Smith got hurt... They were like five and one, yeah. like they were going, and they finished. I they think were nine going real nice, and then after you I feel got like hurt, it's flip flop between the Cowboys, Eagles last a year. Lot, yeah. yeah, it's a lot. They yeah. definitely they were a lot. Um, Obviously, the Giants two Super Bowls in that sixteen years, yes. they would have won their divisions mm. both times. Then uh, they, yep. they came. I think no. the first two thousand seven, they came from. Uh, they were five wild or card. six seed. Uh, yeah. yeah, they were wild yeah. card. Nine and seven or something. Yeah. Yes, finished nine and seven and stuck in. There you go. Anyway, so they're the two. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving games because, of course, the yep. third one got rescheduled. Yeah, so I guess yeah. we should probably talk, talk about, about that now. Oh, Verona. They're, um, so they're at time of broadcast, uh, Sunday afternoon Australian time. They're going to play Tuesday night mm-hmm. in the States, Wednesday morning our it's time. Baltimore Steelers. Baltimore yeah. Steelers. So I was moved twice. They went to Monday. Now it's Tuesday. I think they've had... Uh, they had the big bunch, they got positive, then they had another bunch, then Lamar, of course, tested positive. Yeah, so pretty much Lamar, uh, Patrick Rickard, the fullback. The two running backs. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell uh, and a few others all out for Baltimore. It'd be pretty hard for them to field a respectable team. Yeah. Who's – so RG3 has got to he's, play? He's the backup. Yeah. So you'd think – as and long as he's Pitch, Pitch been, gonna smoke these as long guys. as he's been keeping his distance from Lamar, <laughs> mm-hmm, he'd mm-hmm. get the start. But and yeah, then you I think, think they've got that Justice Hill and Gus Edwards will be the yeah. You yeah, think it's a pretty back. big handicap to overcome, oh, isn't it? A, against a Steelers a team who's ten and zero. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, ten and zero Steelers and one of the best defenses in the yeah. NFL. If I was giving my tips, I would take Steelers with the line and unders in this yeah, game. Yeah, mm. they're gonna smoke them definitely. Mm. So I think then the 49ers have a lot of Rona. Um, they've closed their facility, and I think they've got to find another facility oh, at the moment. I think the whole league, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, if you don't have a game on one of those days, the whole league shut, shut down, down those two yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's uh, big. That came out this yeah. morning or late yeah, yesterday. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is there any chance they do a playoff bubble? Don't think they can. So, well, this... Think if they don't do this Pittsburgh Baltimore game as well, because it's it's going to be for um, you'd think playoff seed. So like, yes. mm-hmm. so they if they do miss this game, which is not out of the realm of possibility, then they it almost guarantees there's going to be a week eighteen. So because right. they they said that week eighteen they've left that there to if we need to play meaningful games, this I think's a meaningful game. 
Yep. Um, it's going to matter for seed position, so they might have to play this week 18. Exactly. Much to the dismay of the Steelers, who have already lost their bye, have, you know, well, they had the extended bye because of their other t- Titans. Titans. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't think they're happy about losing a couple of days and then having to back up the following. So they've shifted. But their it might actually work well for them, given they had their bye week three or something because yeah. of the corona. You know, going from week actually, three to the end of the season with no bye. If they if this game gets cancelled, that that gives the Steelers an, you know a mid season buy opportunity to uh, freshen up that they might not have had otherwise. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I know James Connor actually tested positive for Rona as oh, well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that came also, out I think, this morning. Steelers, would you rather play Baltimore with uh, Lamar with RG three? You you want the game? You want the game to happen this week, don't yeah, you? So yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Big chance for RG three to. You know, step up. He hasn't started obviously week, since Lamar. Week seventeen. He oh, did so like, they, when they sat, they sat Lamar. Yeah, yeah. Because that it, dead. Uh, well, they yeah. wrapped up number one, and uh-huh. which was against Steelers and RG three one. Of course, Big Ben wasn't playing, right, so yeah. yep. they were down to their second or third quarterback. Third, I yeah, think so Mason Rudolph. Um, yeah, Rudolph was concussion. Yeah, that he got hit on the head with a helmet by Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd be a big game for A him. meaningful Ob- game obviously, for RG3, obviously. Yeah, yeah, went pretty close to winning the MVP in his rookie season, obviously uh, many years ago. If he could have a good showing again here whilst Lamar's out, uh, possible contract implications for him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I think um, – I don't want to say thank. well, I wrote it here as Thanksgiving has fucked the league because um, <laughs> there, there, was, there was very much more, more the story that um, in the US with Thanksgiving – um, the amount of travel, like uh-huh. they were showing, they were yep. showing the amount of planes that were in the air flying all over the country, and like the whole of the country's covered because everyone's yep. trying to move around and go see family, uh, which I think uh, was the cause in the the Broncos uh, one, and I think for a lot of the facilities because a lot of like the support staff, the personnel, they had family, extended family, mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. that they usually wouldn't have interacted with, mm-hmm. and then they've come back and they've got COVID and they've gone, oh shit, what are we going to do? Um, so. <laughs> I've written it there, there is that like uh, Thanksgiving is a holiday, great, great thing, but you know the the idea of the amount of movement that's happened across the country and it's just Bo- spread it boats out. well really. for Christmas, New Year's, in a month's time. Exactly. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> for the end of the what a uh, nightmare season. over there. Yeah. Like, if I'm the league, yeah, I'm now considering. Well, if this has happened for Thanksgiving, what's going to happen at Christmas time? All over the like, the, the late games around Christmas oh, time, and then just in the new oh, year, play the regular. Play the. This is my uneducated opinion. P- play the season and then just get all the teams in a bubble. But it worked really nicely for the NBA. Obviously, it's a completely different sport when you've got... <laughs> Size is probably the difference as yeah, well. 53 yeah, 53 players and 20 to 30 well, it's, staff. It's more now with the practicals and all. Uh, and the staff and that, like, I think each team would probably be closer to maybe that 150 to 200 number, depending with on... With their staff. With all their staff, yes. with all their players, with all everything that goes on. And you like, want to just do everything to minimise. Like, surely... Well, that's why they keep updating the restrictions like every week. They're mm-hmm. like, we've got to do this, we've got to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so, and if they go to that week 18 game, I think they'll also go to an eight-team... Uh, eight-team playoffs, playoffs as well. Yeah. Okay. Pretty interesting. So 16 teams would be hard to put into a bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be hard to do 14 or 12. <laughs> yeah, well, you're talking that's almost 3,000 people in total. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's very, very hard to do. Unless you find some backwater... Uh, uh, you know, county or something that's just got enough room for them. Uh, that's got the, like a big enough stadium, and you just put them all there, and then they don't have to worry so about hire out the entire Las Vegas Strip, <laughs> that new Las Vegas Stadium, 
tell everyone else to piss off out of Las Vegas and <laughs> it just becomes NFL City or yeah. something. Yeah. I've seen a documentary. But also, do you want all those NFL players in Las Vegas? Yeah, I, th- I think they'd have the discipline Ooh. after after a loss when they bow out. That could be an interesting uh, <laughs> night out in Las Vegas. Uh, I've seen a documentary before on Barrow, Alaska. It's the most northern uh, football field in <laughs> in the world. I don't know how that goes in January. It'd be Ooh, pretty cold. Chilly. <laughs> I'd reckon. It's literally like it's on the Arctic Ocean, but they <laughs> their high school team plays up there. Shout out to uh, anyone listening from Barrow, Alaska. Maybe they just send the boys up there. <laughs> Get him to play. <laughs> Good luck. So to finish, so to finish off on the Rona, the probably other big story was um, with the Broncos. So Jeff Driscoll tested positive mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. Um, so he's their backup QB. Yeah, yeah. Yep. second him, or third him string. And Brett Rippon. Yeah. Uh, what's the go with Drew Lock? So with Lock, uh, with Lock Rippon and Bortles, who were the other three. So they didn't originally isolate them, send them home. Uh, I think the league actually reviewed footage and found that you know they were in contact with him and weren't wearing masks. So they've right. sent, so they've now classified them all as close contact and mm-hmm. sent all three home. So they have to have five days of negative tests, which is why they haven't moved this game like they did the Baltimore game because it was a slightly different situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've all been ruled ineligible. So all four quarterbacks that are on the Denver team are ineligible. Yikes. So. <laughs> They're talking either it's going to be Royce Freeman, who was the emergency quarterback. Wildcat uh, the whole game. Uh, so he's the running back. <laughs> uh, and they have Kendall Hunter on their practice squad as a receiver, but he played in college, I think, as um, a quarterback. He had like a 55% completion rate or something like that. So not uh, he's now a receiver, so that probably answers the question. So who are the Broncos supposed to play this week? Uh, and they've got the Saints this week. So oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they did have run a couple of wildcat plays with Melvin Gordon and uh, Philip Lindsay in there. Uh, that the might game. the whole might be the whole game. There might be some uh, tugging on tornado oh, football guess. going <laughs> out there. Yeah, very frustrated <laughs> wide receivers there. Saying, Throw the damn ball. Yeah. I mean, if, if you go three and out every series, I guess it's not that many snaps of yeah. the whole game. That's true. It's also really bad timing because it's today and the games, of course, are tomorrow. Um, if they picked up like a veteran, like they go just get someone off the street that's um, floating around, Kaepernick. We'll just go pull Kaepernick off the street. He's got a quarantine for 24 hours. So he can't be... Only 24. Or it's 24 or 48. So either way, it doesn't matter. It's like yeah, it yeah. zero sense. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I can't actually get uh, any odds up here for this game. Get so. Ro- Romo yeah. out of the broadcast booth. Ooh, get yeah. him down. Get <laughs> Elway. Elway. Put a jersey on and run out there. Bro. Against <laughs> that Saints defensive line that got eight sacks last week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, I, boy. This yeah. could be nasty. Yeah. And they'll probably be pushing their hardest to get this oh, this game postponed. Cancel it, move it. Like it's Especially with the... <laughs> Ravens Steelers game uh, having yeah. a big question mark over it and that week eighteen possibility. Yeah. I'm sure everyone over at the Broncos is trying to push this <laughs> game back. But it's like this is going to be the worst game on television yeah. if you do allow us to play this. Oh, I, no, no odds uh, here. They probably closed it because mm. they they probably had it at like one thirty, one forty for the Saints. Right. Everyone's got this and just hammered it and they're gone. Well, shit. Now it's a dollar one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all that is like you know Saints are absolutely going to win this game or they're going to cancel it. So no market there. It. At Sportsbet, if you're listening and you need a sponsor, an up-and-coming uh, on the Esky, <laughs> Hammy Goodman, he's Maris boy, works uh, it's a bit of their promo. Uh, if you're listening, Hammy, <laughs> want to throw some of those Sportsbet sponsorship dollars around, <laughs> that wouldn't go astray. Yeah, I think the only other Broncos news was Garrett Bowles got extended today for four years, so he's going to have a big job against the Saints 
um, offensive line. He's this a left tackle. Left tackle. Yeah. So they've mm. locked him up for another four years. Um, coming off his rookie contract, of course. Uh, He's a fellow with a pretty tumultuous childhood, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit of late into the league as well. Um, mm. But, yeah, good luck to Denver. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Please cancel it. Please cancel this game. So we're all tipping the Saints. I'm tipping the Saints. <laughs> if, it, if it goes yeah. ahead, um, Saints by 100. Mercy yeah. rule at half time. I'm tipping the postponement. Yeah. I think this will get postponed. White flag, mercy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, otherwise, yeah, they're going to get absolutely pumped. I feel bad for Denver's D considering the previous week they played, I think, you know, 25 of the 30 minutes of the second half. Like they're going to be out there the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. What other matchups we got this yeah. week? Let's let's finish runner talk. Let's run through the games of the week. We've of course covered Thanksgiving. We've of course covered yep. the Broncos game. Let's go through Sunday. Yep. So the rest of Sunday we've got uh, Las Vegas at Atlanta. The way the Raiders have been playing, Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Raiders. Yeah. Pro yeah. maybe awesome. overs as well. Yeah, well, well, but we did say that last week, and Falcons, Falcons only able to score nine yeah. points. If, if Julio is mm. still out, which yeah, I'm, maybe aren't there. Maybe don't they, touch uh, questionable, doubtful, what are their stupid system that you have no idea what's happening until... <laughs> very, yeah. fr- very frustrating for a fantasy coach. Well, they took so, it all out. Now it's just questionable. But the thing know. is, this is like everyone's marks are questionable. You have yeah, no exactly. Idea. exactly. Yeah, so. Set that alarm maybe 4.45, Monday morning. Oh, he's on the bench. So. <laughs> I, can't tr- I can't trust him. Talent-wise, probably the... Oh, I'm going to go Raiders in this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And probably avoid the line. Hmm. What else we got there? So next up, we've got Bills at home against the LA Chargers. Good game, this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bills at home, though. Coming off a bye. Going to be cold, mm. probably. Mm. You'd yeah. lean towards Buffalo, but like we said, Los, Los Angeles uh, Rams are 7-3, aren't they? Rams or Chargers? Chargers. Chargers. Apologies, that changes things a little <laughs> so, bit. Uh, <laughs> I should listen. I should listen. I'll go, I'll go Bills here. Yeah. Bills? Just, they might have, you know, figure out, okay, Keenan Allen got 16 catches last week. Yeah. Maybe we uh, defend Double. that guy. Well, they got double double Tr- team in. Tradavius White. So. You know, White and Norman there. Like, I think they should be able to cover their guys um, yeah. pretty well. The high scoring, you reckon? Uh, maybe. I know John Brown went to IR today. So Ooh, okay. he's, he's out for them. Um, I'm not sure who. And I think they've got Beasley up there too. And Cole, Diggs. Cole Beasley and Diggs. So Diggs, le- Diggs, is, Diggs leading the league in receiving. Yeah, Diggs is all right. I think Beasley. Beasley hasn't been bad. I think he's dealing with concussion at the mm. moment. Uh, as well, okay. So. okay. Even w- yeah. after the bye, he's still. Yeah, I, th- I can't remember if he had yeah. concussion going into the bye, so I'm not sure if he's good or not. But I knew that was floating around out there. Still like the Bills at home. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, me too. They need to get more out of their running attacks. Probably the main thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially if it starts getting chilly. Yes, yeah, mm. sh- very. Sh- if it gets snowy up there as well. This time of the year, you might expect a cold weather game there. Mm. Yep. So moving on from that, we've got Cincinnati at home to the New York Giants. So who's the Giants? Who's Burrow's replacement? Uh, so Brandon Allen, who played for Denver last year in a couple uh, starts. Yeah, um, not too bad. He's been a Cowboys backup, has he? Oh, possibly. Uh, but I think Giants. I think we said yeah. it the other week they're kind of in a, a little bit of, of their mojo. Yeah, a bit. and. Against a backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't think the Bengals... Probably favour the team. Although, last week, the backups mm. got Ws, so... Yeah. Di- different backups. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> different quality. Yeah. 
Hard to pick. Hard to pick this one. Obviously, the Giants have been. A little Can't bit, imagine loads bit of people tuning in to watch this one. No, a little bit of a toilet bowl and yeah, Giants unders. That's yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I'm not sure what the unders are. I might be able to pull them up shortly from uh, our new prospective sponsor, Sportsbet. <laughs> 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 I think we're doing more for them than uh, they're doing for us at the moment. But anyway, that's how these kind of relationships start. The yeah. the Giants are a dollar thirty seven. So yeah. big, short, short, big favourites here. You would think um, so with the total match points forty four and a half. I I wouldn't be uh, tempted to take the unders in that. Mm. I would be tempted. I should say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's like a twenty ten game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so moving on from that, we have the Indianapolis Colts at home to Tennessee Titans. Big one. This big game. Is, yeah, this is massive. Obviously, big uh, divisional. Where is it? So I think the last one was Colts are at home. Is that Lucas Oil Stadium? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Whew, hard to pick. I was very the, when they played three nights uh, three weeks ago, I should say on Thursday night football. I was very much into the Titans. They yep. went out and got comprehensively beaten mm. that game. Uh, we spoken about the Colts defense, very very I think good. Colts have had the wood over the Titans. If you look past last ten years, it's mm. a divisional uh, rivalry that is heavily one sided. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. that puts me towards the Colts. For this week. <laughs> <laughs> My only thinking is you do, and we talked about this after State of Origin. Um, you do learn the most in a loss. So they've come off loss. It's still very, very close. Um, they probably even think about this game planning if they can improve where they made mistakes. Maybe if they can win this game. So maybe it could lean to the Titans. Um, see how because they, they definitely didn't get AJ or um, Jonah Smith involved in the first game, yeah. uh, and then you know had to rely on Henry and they bottled him up. So. They'd probably try, like, hey, let's start a bit quicker and get those guys involved and then we can beat, you know, we'll get Henry going so we can use more play action and see how we go. Um, but still, hard. Very hard. Yeah, it's going to be close. Close I'll, game again. I'll go Colts with absolutely no confidence and hope any of our 40 listeners don't yeah. put any, think any money on that. Maybe I'm need go to win. They need to win to be a chance in the division, don't they? Because if they get swept by the Colts... They can probably you know, kiss goodbye their division title, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. can't they? So yeah. they need to win yeah. um, this week. So One of the better games from Sunday afternoon for sure. My Smokey going to be the Titans um, this week. Not only just the Colts-Titans history, but Philip Rivers is 8-2 and two against the Titans right. as well. Yeah. Okay, and I think he's from Tennessee. I no, think Carolina maybe. He's from the South. Carol- yeah. Originally, yeah. But no, so okay. So uh, got a good record against Tennessee, him again. No, oh, no, he didn't. No. Monks, yeah, anyway. you bring out that next game, I'll have a little look at Philip Rivers. He's definitely from the South somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that game, we've got uh, the Minnesota Vikings out home to the Carolina Panthers. Mm. Probably a game that doesn't have any uh, no. playoff yeah. relevance. Both uh, close yeah. teams and where they are at the moment. And, and, and both a little inconsistent as well. Like Carolina's gone out and they had yeah. that game against yeah. the Chiefs where they played really well yep, and yep. they've played pretty good mm. in a few games. Uh, Minnesota, we spoke about before, had won three in a row, three in a row and then looked pretty ordinary um, against the Dallas Cowboys I'm last week. Guessing a Bridgewater and CMC questionable. Yeah, I, we know. I think my my feeling is Bridgewater's playing and CMC won't. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go if Teddy plays, they win. If he doesn't, Minnesota. Okay. It's in Minnesota, mm. right? So, yes, in yeah, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, flip of a coin for me. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, because they both of them 
seem to show up some weeks and then not others. Or. Yeah, middle of the pack, guys. Yeah. yeah. So McCaffrey's listed as out. Okay. Bridgewater is not on the injury list. Yeah. So no. he should be starting. From what I've heard, yeah, he's he should be playing. I think yeah. he, was, yeah. he was pretty much right to go so last maybe week. maybe Carolina then. Yeah. But then... Hard, mate, yeah. hard to pick again. I'll, yeah. I'll go Carolina with no certainty no, on this. None. Wouldn't be throwing yeah. any of my dollars that way. Yeah. Philip Rivers mm. grew up in Decatur, Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, uh, he had offers from Auburn and Alabama, but uh, neither of them actually had faith in him to be a starting quarterback, and he did go to North Carolina State. Well done, Mickey, there. Yeah, that reminds me. That's why he picked um, Indianapolis, because it was closer to Bama, where his family's from, uh-huh. than any other teams that were like, where he was that, on the West Coast. He's yeah. got that thick southern draw, so yeah. Alabama does make sense. Yes. <laughs> Next game, know. Yep. So after that, we've got New England Patriots at home to the Arizona Cardinals. Cards. Cards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Murray has well, I mean, got a bit of a sore shoulder, but extra, I still think he's... A few extra days to recover because yeah. they played the Thursday nighter. I think he'd be right. Yeah. There. I don't like New England's chances. Oh, yeah, I think no. the Cardinals win this. Yeah. Unless it's bucketing with rain like two <laughs> weeks ago against uh, Baltimore. You know, similar kind of quarterbacks, uh, yeah. Lamar yeah. and... Kyler, so they'll need some weather assistance, uh, the Pats. But they yeah, might get the it. Cards, they might get it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So then after that, we have the New York Jets at home to Miami Dolphins. It's close to toilet bowl as well. Mind you, Miami might be playing playoff football. Yeah, but they're six and four at the moment. They need to win mm-hmm. to stay in, stay yep. in the hunt. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, – so Tua got an injury to his left thumb, being left-handed. That's his throwing – and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. during practice this week, so he's questionable. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Fitz magic, uh, Fitz magic, or tour time, uh, probably no game game time decision. But I think either either I one of them probably takes one's care smoking. of the Jets. Mm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. they're smoking. <laughs> They've been Jets really, bad. really bad, as we've uh, mentioned. Yeah, I think Miami win this pretty comfortably. Dolphins, yeah. Then, yeah. as yeah. we've also spoken before about on the podcast, Miami's defense is pretty good. Yep. Mm. Moving on, next one. Yep, so after that, we've got Jacksonville at home to Cleveland. With uh, Gannon as the starter, as mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Is it at Cleveland? No, so they've had three home games. So to go on the road, to go to Jacksonville. That's If you're going to go on the road, yeah, yeah. you don't mind that. Go down <laughs> to sunny Florida. End of November, yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of a holiday maybe for the boys. Against the team now on their third quarterback for the season. And they've just Mike been looking yeah. ordinary. That game they won was round one. I yeah. Th- I think, yeah. So and they were on lost, a big losing streak. Lost 10 so. in a row down there so, in Jacksonville. That was against the Colts too. So they surprised mm, the yep. Colts. Weird, hey? So expect that was to Rivers add to that losing streak. It might have been on the SQ episode one as yeah. well, I think. Pretty, pretty close to it. Yeah. Episode 13 today. Ooh. 13. <laughs> getting, getting through them. All right. Here we are. Talking about getting through them. So next we've got Denver Broncos at, uh, at home, sorry, uh, against New Orleans Saints, which we've already talked about. We talked about yeah. it. Broncos getting fucked. So keep going. Slash postpone. Succinct analysis from on the, on the SG there. Eloquent analysis. Yeah. Uh, so after that one, we've got LA Rams at home to San Fran. Good game this. Uh, yeah. 49ers. Is Jimmy G back? Uh, no, still, still out. out. Kittle, out. Oh, out. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, Rams. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think Rams are still... Plus, I think half the Niners' defense... And still hurt, yeah. yeah. I think Raheem mm. Mostert's back. I think Debo Samuel's back um, for, Possibly, yeah. for the Niners. Yeah, but that they've been the most injury-ravaged team mm. this season. Uh, and Rams have been looking good. Looking so. good, yeah. 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 I think they're still... Under McVay, if they lead at halftime, they still haven't lost. That's crazy. Like, well, so, like that's so what, up in four the, seasons? Up in the 30s. If yeah. They, so I suspect they'll add to that this week. Yeah, I'd say so yep. too. Yeah. I like Los Angeles. That's really their game plan. Get, get ahead and then back yeah. your defense. Too. Yeah. I think Let AD go wild. Isn't there yeah. Yeah, some guy called Aaron Donald? He's leading the, the lead in sacks. Oh, he's, he? he's all right. Yeah. He's not so <laughs> <he's> okay. <laughs> that's... It's craziness. A guy that plays in double, double team, team, triple team, team every play. plays on the interior and leads the lead in sacks. So. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, the New Orleans uh, leads. Yeah. Or is nine and a half along with Miles Garrett at nine and a half. And, and Donald's? Donald's is at nine. nine. Yeah. Uh, with half, what? half a sack. Half, half a sack, sack off. Nine. But yeah, still crazy. Quick on the stats there. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. One nice. of the best in the business, Jimmy. Oh, yes. Jimmy the Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> What's next Not month? bad with the numbers. Um, so after that, we've got Tampa Bay at home to Kansas City Chiefs. Game of the round, maybe. Yeah, Sig- fairly significant for Tampa Bay. Yeah, mm. would be. Well, be they've been cold, so is it, are they going to be hot? Well, they've they got to be. Hot. Uh, yeah, they've just come off yeah. a, a close-ish loss against the Rams, where Brady and the running game looked pretty ordinary. Where'd they play that game against the Rams? Were they? It was in uh, Tampa. Yes. So are they on the road for this? No, they seem to play better on again. the road. In Tampa again. Okay. Yep. Two in a row. Mm. I heard um, during the week that in the last calendar year, Kansas City are eighteen and one. True. So, which is why you know people saying the power rankings and stuff. Steelers ten and zero. No, they're normally at two. Kansas City at one because they're eighteen and one over there's the past reason. year. Yeah, there's a reason. So, yeah. I think still yeah. number one team in the league. So I'm going to back uh, Kansas City. Super Bowl champ. Uh, Defending Super Bowl champions, yeah. Super Bowl favourites for a reason. I'll go Kansas. I think this is yeah. Mahomes Brady four. Uh-huh. So they've yeah. had a uh-huh. couple of uh, AFC Championship games between them. Obviously yeah. now Brady in the NFC, but uh, I think might have been two to one to uh, Mahomes. Maybe yeah, 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 two to one to Mahomes. Right. So, um, but of the one that Brady got was that. Overtime 2018 AFC Championship, yeah. where it was basically whoever won the coin toss was going to win because yeah. they were going to score yeah. first. Yeah. So, <laughs> points first, so. that one. This is a Sunday afternoon game, isn't it? A four o'clock Eastern start or something? Um, I've got I don't think it's start. It's not Sunday night. No, I've got uh, the Australian Eastern Standard Times here. It's so 8 a.m. 8 8.25. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. afternoon game. Perfect time for yeah. me to roll out mm. of bed and watch that one tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be enjoyable to watch. I think yeah. that you want to take the overs on that. Right? Yeah, well, I think that, that'll, it'll be a high, it'll be a high re- scoring, I really high line. I'd imagine I'll just uh, bring yeah. that up from our yeah. obviously Kansas New City sports bet offense is <laughs> always high scoring. And yep. uh, well, Mahomes has passed has thrown eleven touchdowns in the past three games. Mm, yeah, I think he's twenty seven so to two TD to INT ratio for the year. So and uh, and probably overtaken Russell Wilson in the MVP. Yeah, race. Think, yeah, too yeah. many picks probably from um, yeah, yeah from, from dangerous. Yeah. You know, we said the the Raiders were the only ones to push uh, Kansas City really this year. Buccaneers are kind of similar to Raiders, so you know. 
Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe they'll push them as well. Need to be able to run that football for me for the Bucks. Uh, the line is fifty six and a half, which is a very high, 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 high overs. I'd still That's 28, 28 a piece. Yeah, twenty eight a piece loses you that bet by half a point. Wow, yeah. Um, so it is very high scoring. I, I'd still take that and yeah. the Chiefs, Chiefs, do- Chiefs and overs and the Chiefs a dollar fifty. Okay, it's not bad actually. Yeah, it's a bit of cash. Yeah, thanks, sports bet. <laughs> Possible new sponsors <laughs> at Hammy Goodman. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, so after that, to round out the Sunday games, we've got Green Bay at home uh, against Chicago Bears. Yeah, and the Bears have Mitch T, Mitch Trubisky as a starter this week after Foles. I thought he fractured his hip, but they're saying that he might be right in a week or two. But um, they're saying Mitch is the starter. They've named him as of a day or two ago. Right. I left it late. Okay. Uh, but I don't see them winning. Yeah. Green Bay have had the wood over Chicago for a while, haven't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, mm. yeah. Just a little bit of a danger game because sometimes Green Bay this year, you know, that 24-20 win against the Jags, they mm. look very un- unconvincing. Obviously coming off the loss against the Colts, lost the game against the Vikings. They, they have been beaten by teams you'd think that they should they haven't, they haven't should been, be. Haven't been hot the last month. Kind no, of thing, so. no. Uh, I still think probably should win this game and they're pretty short favourites. Mm. But yeah, just that Chicago offense doesn't a hor- yeah. off on horrible, much, so. horrible. But that Chicago defense is really yeah. nice. Yeah. That's, that was yeah. going to be my point. The Bears D would keep probably keep the score down a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the Packers will still score. You know, twenty one, twenty eight, um, still have enough, and I don't think the Bears can score that many points. Yeah. So yeah. probably still be a, a, a live game in the fourth quarter, but you expect the um, pack to, to win that one. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, backpack, and if they. Want to be a serious contender in the NFC, which they really should be. They need to be winning mm. these games. Yeah, where, sure, yeah, you, you'd think that they're on paper a much better side. They're a dollar twenty three. Bears coming off a four game losing streak. That was four in a row. Yeah, yeah. so I think four lost four in a row. They had the bye uh-huh, uh-huh. last week. So they were like five and one. Yeah, so yeah. Like they started, they started and really five, nice. Are they five and five? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they started off pretty well. Anyway, let's. Yeah. The Monday, Monday and Tuesday football. games. Yep, so Monday night we've got Philadelphia Eagles at home to Seattle Seahawks. Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's so a little dollar thirty five near Seattle. They've almost had a pseudo <laughs> buy going from the Thursday night last yeah, week to, to now Monday, Monday night. Yeah, That's so a long twelve days layoff. Yeah. So yeah, eleven days. I think they we said last time their defense was getting a bit uh sorted. Better. They had Adams come back healthy, Dunlap uh by a trade, got a couple of sacks, so I think they'll be uh, too much for Eagles to handle. Yeah, I'd definitely. I think Seattle's really juicy there at a dollar thirty-five. Um, expect to see a big game out of one of their receivers. Which one? Yeah, always hard to pick. <laughs> when Tyler goes mad, DK's pretty quiet. When DK goes mad, Tyler's pretty quiet. You think? Uh, yeah, Eagles don't have the corners to cover. To, both yeah, to, of to them. go with exactly. Both. It depends yeah. on the corners. Yeah. It's usually if DK gets number one, then Tyler Lockett's going to be open heaps. Yeah, but. Yeah, Eagles don't have the corners to cover cover either, so it could be a lot of points. And as mentioned before, there's a slight possibility we see Jalen Hurts play a few snaps in this game. Yeah, well, he usually does as their yeah, wildcard, yeah, yeah, but, but as in like you're more taking over. So uh, maybe a drive or two. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, then then what's left? And then Tuesday night Tuesday, we've got the Steelers, oh, Ravens, Steelers Ravens, which we have spoken about. Yeah, uh, my my gut is that it gets postponed. The Ravens will. Absolutely be pressing the NFL uh, to get that game postponed considering 
a lot of their big name guys are unavailable. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. they play it, then Pittsburgh's going to win this. Yeah. Yep. By a bit, you'd yep. think. Yes. That wraps out, wraps up the NFL for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot to cover, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of stories, a lot of, a lot of impacts that happen around the league because of all the stuff that's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What would you mm. like to talk about next? You want to come back home? Yeah, I think we're going to come back home and we're going to talk about all the player movements and some of the stories that are going on in the the leagues on our soil. So we'll start with the NRL. I guess the first kind of big story was uh, Michael Gordon, who's an assistant coach uh, to the, the Titans, um, got caught up in a drug sting. Um, I think they said they found Coke, MDMA, um, some roids, so the whole, whole shebang. Um, for him, unfortunately, and there's a bit of talk uh, that the coach or the previous co-head coach of the Titans kind of was uh, letting people know that, hey, you know, this Gordon, um, uh, probably uh, there's some history there. Uh, the Titans, of course, have some history of, um, you know, the, the nose candy up, up up around the club yeah. as it does with the, 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 um, the, the Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of, of a Gold Coast thing. Uh, for all our American listeners out there, it's probably Miami is the way. To, Miami or Vegas, like it's, yeah, to yeah. compare. You know, it's it's beautiful up there, but it is quite a fast life. Uh, unfortunate that this has uh, come out. You'd think the NRL will probably sanction him a little bit for that. Yeah. Um, we've just pulled up the cricket, actually, which is going on at the moment, and the Aussies are two for two hundred and sixty-two. With 11 overs to go, another big score looming here. Steve Smith, 75 of 51. Our punters club have got him to be the top-scoring Australian. Uh, so hopefully he can go on and have another massive knock again. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? So just to finish off that Michael Gordon story, um, Garth Holbrook, the coach, he was the only one. Uh, so no one from the Titans organisation fronted the media. They sent out the head coach and put him out there and... Um, you know, he gave some basic answers to it, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty poor of the club. You send out your head coach when it's more uh, something in relation to the club, and as I mentioned before, they've had multiple uh, these kind of incidents through the year, the years of the the Titans team existing at the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably should have done better. So the next story, sorry, yep, yeah, okay. keep going. Uh, so the next story on John Morris, the head coach of the Sharks, is a bit of news. Uh, that he might have lost the team, uh, lost the locker room, because uh, he, I think he got stuck in a little bit to Matt Moreland and to Fafita, very much to Matt Moreland about, you know, here's your performance reviews for the last couple of years, which aren't great. He's been injured a lot. Uh, same for Fafita. It's just like, mm, maybe you should retire because um, mm. he's had, you know, the hip injuries and mm-hmm. he's been a bit banged up. Still which pretty good. Still, yeah, still good, uh, but, of course, underperforming. And then I think the story, you know, Wade Graham's the coach is close, um, not the coach, captain is close with Matt Moorland and um, uh, Woods, Aaron Woods, also being close with those guys. Are they, you know, it's a pretty close team that they're like, hey, we're not going to stand for this. Or they're, they're not like, hey, um, why are you calling out, mm. us out kind of thing. But mm. I think John Morris is very much in the right here. Like yeah. Most of those guys outperform, are underperforming. Uh, and are being paid overs at the moment for their contracts. Yeah, yeah, um, fair. They they I, could definitely do better. You know what I think? I think the age is a big thing. I think often when you've got a coach which is Young. literally a couple of years older than you, people yeah. do question them a little bit more. Yep. 
Um, I haven't followed this very closely at all, but that would be my gut intuition is that some of the guys might think, oh, you know, fuck off, Johnny. You, yeah, yeah. You're a few years older than me. You, <laughs> how, 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 how did you perform? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had a, had, a, had a good NRL career, but not not yeah. a big name in yeah. the NRL. Not yeah. like the guys we're talking about who have all been in the Origin arena or have been around it. Correct, so, yeah. yeah. So off the top of my head, John Morris never played Origin. No. Uh, never won a premiership, I wouldn't have thought. Oh, was he... Was he the halfback when they won? In that Cronulla team? Maybe. He I might have been in the club at that time frame. Was that 2017 they won against Melbourne? Yeah, it was around then. I think so. Can you look at that 2017 Cronulla team? Um, yeah, that that would be my uh, thoughts on that. So Plus, just some trouble in the Shire, in other words, is what we're yes, getting at. So it's yes. something to watch going forward. And hopefully John Morris wasn't a bad coach. And he didn't. Did overly, not, he didn't do too bad with that team last year either. Steve Smith goes to 87. Uh, He's he, rocking him. Will top score now this game. Well done, Tom Jeffrey. Hopefully you're listening, getting a little win there for our punters club. <laughs> Three seventy five he was top score for Australia. Mm-hmm. Bit juicy. Yeah, nice. Pretty much. Pretty much. If Warner or Finch don't go too ballistic, Smith's Warner next got eighty three. Yeah, that's well, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Keep up with the NRL chat. Yes. So Kevin Walters, uh, he did make it to the Broncos training camp. Uh, we kind of talked about how he got mugged um, at Origin and the following week he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the news they've signed, Albert Kelly back from England. Um, Albert had played for the Titans a couple of years ago, um, then went over the Super League and I think he struggled a little bit with injury, but he's coming back and uh, trying to restart his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also following on with some of the player news, um, Joe Offengawi looks like he's gone to the Tigers or Dragons, so somewhere in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, if he goes to the Tigers, I think it's John Asiata, uh, who's at the Tigers at the moment, wants to go to Manly. Um, so they might possibly might move him around I if it frees him up. But yeah, and yeah. I think Joe's gone. Uh, yeah. I think on Instagram was posting yep. some things which suggested he, him and the Broncos are yeah. done. Yeah, he's, he's like done. Um, this afternoon they confirmed the deal. Oh, uh, two? Uh, sorry, to the Tigers, yeah. Yeah, to uh-huh. the Tigers. Cool. Yep. There you go. Yeah. So then the other big news was Matt Burton um, signs with the Doggies from 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, of course, plays for Penrith at the moment. Uh, then the Position? Co- six. Uh-huh. So I think he, he didn't play six the whole year for them either. So he's kind of he's a rising star. And with um, Kieran Foran leaving, that is maybe going to be their go-to guy. Yeah. Uh, so another big pickup for Trent Barrett. But they're also now talking about can he get his release and leave um, this coming season from Penrith and go over there early. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Penrith aren't overly happy and they're having to be a bit of a sook that, hey, we're – we're making all, we're breeding all the new stars and then all the other clubs are picking them up, which is the sook that the Raiders had a couple of years ago when all the guys um, that came through the system all at the same time all buggered off and Croker's the only one left that came through at that time frame, uh, which the Raiders then very smartly kind of, well, well fuck this, we're, we're going to go out and buy guys. So they've gone out and bought a, it's where they kind of started with their English contingent and going out and buying, bringing in the English vets um, and then also looking at bringing in some extra guys in the forwards. They haven't really homegrown overly much talent outside of some of the backs and some of the wingers. Mm. So 
Kotrek, of course, had his first kind of go around at Canterbury. There's a lot of Canterbury news, actually. Nato Carr was actually seen at the dogs training facility as well. So, what's the, so Melbourne has, he's at Melbourne yeah. so for, I, for this year. I thought we we kind of talked about this. Yeah, we've spoken about it to death. Yeah, because I thought Melbourne had denied his release because he wanted to go to Tigers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I think it's come out in the next week that they're happy for him to go. So now he's looking... Um, for a club, so I, I don't know what's happened. They've gone back and forth. Uh, he's now he's also said um, he's happy to stay at Melbourne because he likes Melbourne, but I think he wants to go to Sydney. So who knows what's going on there at the moment? Um, as Steve Smith hits a six to go to ninety six of fifty nine. Uh, I think his hundred the other day was of sixty two. Sixty two. Yeah. So gonna have again one of the highest scoring. Uh, sorry, fastest. fastest, I should say, uh, scores in ODI history in Australia. Just watching this ball here. He just fends it through mid-wicket. They might get back for yeah. two, actually. Yeah, we will. Um, so the dog, doggies are doing all right at the moment, recruiting-wise, getting in some decent talent. Um, but uh, we'll see. Um, we have to follow this out-of-car story because it keeps changing week to week. Yeah. What they're allowing, not allowing. For sure. It just for sounds sure. like they're mm. just saying big F you to the Tigers at this point. What's the go with one of my old favourites? Yeah. Big Gareth Widdop. So Gareth Widdop is coming back. He signed with the Cowboys. I think the Dragons actually hold his right at the moment, oh. but they but they were happy to let him go and say, yep, fine, go sign with the, the Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, considering they've got Norman and Hunt and all the other guys like underperforming there. So um, we, got, we got too many halves <laughs> as it is that yeah. Yeah, we, need, uh, we need to focus on. So Jake um, Clifford has, I think he might have been there six or he's coming through, but he signed with the Knights for the following year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they've, they've got weird, it might now release him for it's, an early release. Is it confirmed? Have you, can can you just Google that, uh, the Gareth Widdop move to the Cowboys? Tell you what, I've watched a lot of uh, St. George Dragons football over the years. One of the toughest players I've ever, ever seen, uh, like – just plays way bigger than than his body. Been through some horrific injuries, and it, he'd be a really nice addition to the Cowboys if they could land him. Yeah, I think they needed some of the veteran leadership over there, considering uh, Michael Morden was hurt this year and um, was underperforming as well. So it might be a good support for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nothing's been signed yet, nothing's but yeah. yeah, very likely chance that the deal will be made. Yeah, that will allow. Uh, Clifford to go to Newcastle. Yep. Would, I'd like. I'd, I'm a big Gareth Widdop fan. Would love to see him come back and play in the NRL. Yeah. Mm. So, how do you say Joseph's last name? Suiali. Suiali. I so, think. So this is the team prodigy we've kind of been covering the story of. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was talk about Rabbits. I think offered him a mill a season deal, and then Super Rugby were trying to offer him more money, considering uh-huh. this guy hasn't played a professional game yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but now. Uh, the Roosters then kind of came in late as Steve Smith hits 100. Off 62. Off, off, off 62. The exact same uh, <laughs> number of balls that he made his 100 off on Friday night. We'll get to this later. Yeah. My, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So jo- Joseph, uh, so the Roosters come late into the story and have now signed um, Joseph. So the Rabbits are letting him go after he kind of initially said he'd sign the contract with them. But the Rabbits will get some transfer fee out of this. So, and uh, some talk that he might walk straight into the Roosters squad and start straight away. Um, so, a bit of a team prodigy talent. 17. 17, GIS. Do they, so is there a rule that you've got to be 18 to play in the NRL? I, I feel like it's 
a bit of a. Sock. I know. I can't remember. I know Benji was probably the last one that I yeah. can think of that started well, very uh, young. Falau. He, he well, maybe yeah, Falau, yeah. I know Benji I was think, seventeen. I think Falau might have been eighteen. Yeah, I know Benji was seventeen in like nine months because he was still in high school or something when he when he started um, for the Tigers. And of course, that didn't go overly well with him with his shoulders to start his correct, career. Correct. Uh, but Joseph's a bit of a unit. So solid, yeah, solid for a 17-year-old. Yeah. Well built through the legs. They're talking, you know, the next GI kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. what they're Decent comparison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, isn't it? Yeah. No pressure on the kid. Yeah. yeah. So... Why are the bloody Roosters get uh, Well, exactly. Like, how the Roosters <laughs> score him, you know. It's, uh, well, I think the story goes, Sonny Bill um, got in his ear mm-hmm. and then he's now going over and he's like, hey, come play for the Roosters and now he wants to play for the Roosters. Oh, so. Steve Smith, stop <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Murdering the Indian team at the Just ramped that from yeah. about three foot outside his off stump. Seabolt. Uh, so we talked about Seabolt, I think, was joining some rugby team as a consultant at some point to try and rebuild his career. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was that was a couple of weeks ago. It was, new, it was the All Blacks. Wasn't yeah, it? it wasn't. Yeah, he's doing video yeah. work for the All Blacks. Yeah. Uh, maybe it helped against Argentina. Um, but uh, so now he's coming back and joining the Knights as a consultant. So be interested to see how that all falls out. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, odd kind of uh, moving around for him at the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Brosie Cartwright. Yeah, so Brosie Cartwright. big signing for Parramatta. He, oh, he's he, out now. He's yeah. um, So Steve Smith. Steve Smith just got out for 104 off 63 deliveries. Funny how he's always, dis- shot off that always one. disappointed with himself. Well, if you look <laughs> at the shot he's, he's played. He's a perfectionist, yeah. isn't he's he? He's a perfectionist. Yeah. I think he... I love Steve Smith. He's borderline spectrum spectrum for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, if I just made 104 of 63 balls, I'm not disappointed in the least, especially when we've got guys like Max Wells. Always yeah. thinks he can score more. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. come in. Yeah, but that's the way he thinks. Well, the way he got out to the yeah. way he got out to this, I think his footwork kind of gets all over him. He, he falls is. over and he just kind of swipes at this. You so. see the last shot he fell over and hit True. it before. True. <laughs> yeah. Pandia put it even wider this yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh Coming back to Bryce Cartwright, he's been a little bit of yeah, he didn't a play little much. bit under under. Yeah, I think he was hurt this year. He didn't play uh, very much. Yeah, for the Titans. at the Titans, then wanted out of the Titans. Yeah, to I think go back to Sydney, and then the Eels have picked him up. So looked really good at Penrith in his tenure there, and I think he played Origin, didn't he? Yep. I, I think he played a few yep. games of Origin. Uh, big signing mm-hmm. for the Eels would be nice to see Bryce get back on track mm-hmm. uh, with them. Yeah. So as we see the wicket here. How good's Pandy's first name? Hard Dick. <laughs> I've, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard Dick. Like it's it's. There's no two Ds, but <laughs> just the one. Just the one. Yeah, let's go with two Ds. Hard Dick Pandya. Great name. So in the NRL, and his brother Soft Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so following on for the Curtis Scott story. Um, as we've kind of covered, he got arrested last. No, it's straight. Yeah, this, year, not yeah. this year, last year? Uh, I feel like it was this off-season. Yeah. yeah. I can't quite anyway, remember. Anyway, he's arrested, um, get abused by uh, the coppers. He's now suing them for a six-figure payout. Interesting. Wow. And uh, well, we've spoken about it on the podcast yeah. before. Well within his uh, rights and essentially he will probably win. So. he was pissed at the SCG. That's, that's all yeah. he did. And, <laughs> and he fell asleep <laughs> under a tree. The On the Esky members yeah. uh, had asked each other if anyone had done that before and old Pepe Le Pew put his hand up and said, <laughs> yes, I have been intoxicated in that venue before. Uh, I didn't face any criminal sanctions or media scrutiny, so it will be interesting to see how Curtis goes in that. Yeah. Glenn Maxwell has uh, just copped a slow ball bouncer to his lid. He's fine by the looks. Yeah. Uh, the Super League final, anyone catch 
Yeah. That? So crazy finish. Yeah. Close game four four. I think with um, I think they tried to what was the um, uh, one pointer trying to Fi- drop kick. Yep. Field goal. Uh, hits the post. Hits the post. St Helens pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Go, go the other Lands way. Lands in the in goal. Sits right up. Um, and I think one of the centers comes through mm-hmm. and puts it down yeah, for to win the game with like 10 seconds to go. Freakish. Oh, yeah. if, if if you guys haven't seen it, yeah, watch the uh, highlights of that. The doink uh, score. Yes. Not, yeah. not double doink, just single doink. Just single doink. Single, <laughs> single, doink, single doink score. Into a try. Uh, James Graham, that was his last game yes. of Se- rugby league. 17-year career, yeah, over 500 just, games. Yeah, Google James, wow. James Graham rugby league player. More, more than Cameron Smith. Yeah, wow. as, a, as a prop. like yeah, As a prop. Ridiculous. And again, I watched a lot of Dragons football, uh, obviously a long, time, a long time with Canterbury. Just just tough. There's something about those guys from Northern England. Like mm. they just build them just, yeah. just different. Yeah. He played 400 mm. games before Cameron Smith did. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monkey will get up his stats there. And I think a lot of the old Aussie uh, players, Jackson Hastings, I think, mm-hmm. had a really good game. Well, he's not an old player, but well, yes, yeah. XNRL, I should say. There's definitely plenty of good NRL talent. Yeah, and I think Lachlan Coote didn't play in that game but was amongst one of the best players in the Super League this year. Sort of like, I don't want to say graveyard, but a place where guys that fall out of favour here can go over and try. Well, it used to be the Super NRL. You'd go over there and you'd play... You get some big dollars, more money than in you'd your, get here in your in twilight, in your twilight yeah. years. Yeah, get the exchange rate and uh, nice pay pack at the finish your career. Mm. Mm. You got those James Graham numbers? He yeah, he played some yep. obscene amount of games. Yep. So he's played four hundred twenty three games mm-hmm. in total, and so that that would be first grade, and then uh, so that's St Helens, and that's his entire career, I guess. Yeah, mm. club footy, and then he played. 187 games in the NRL. Hang on, hang on. So he played 400 games for St. Helens. No, 200. You got to get 400 all up. So 400 all four, up, sorry. 423. I've minced that. <laughs> 423 all up. All up, yeah. And But that, but that's club football and then a number for England on top of that. Yeah. So, yep. Cameron, so he's played 50-odd. Yeah, 50-odd for England. 470 games at the elite level. That's, it's... Yep. <sighs> How you do that as a prop? Yeah, how Cam Smith does it as yeah. a hooker, I don't know. But <laughs> how, you do, how you do that as a prop? Ridiculous! Shout out to James Graham, a wonderful career, and loved his input at the Dragons. Definitely. All right, and that'll finish up our NRL for the week, and we will move into the other football sport, uh, the AFL. And I might hand over to Mickey to run through some of the notes uh, from the AFL this week. Yeah, so lots of uh, player cuts this week, so we won't go through all of them. But basically, because across the league uh, for 2021, they'll be going to 44 uh, players on the list. So that's down from 47 uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And so then that also comes with a salary cap cut uh, by 9%. So uh, lots of delistings happening at this time of season so the clubs can get down to that new uh, list size of is 44 it, plus. Is that a COVID thing, do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of revenue. Uh, yeah, lots of revenue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. I think AFL is the first kind of club that really have put that out to say that from COVID, you know, the next year yeah. we're going to have to yeah. be a bit penny-pinching mm-hmm. um, to see how we go. It's yeah. still a massive list, like 44. Like, yeah, I didn't 10% really. 10% your salary cap's a pretty big That, is, that is it. That is a big chunk. Nine and, what was it, nine and a half? 
Uh, nine percent drop. Yeah. Upset, so sorry. no. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So then the kind of the loophole they think is that clubs can have thirty six to uh, thirty eight senior listed players, mm-hmm. and then the rest are rookies. Right. And so I think eighty thousand. Uh, the rookie only counts like eighty thousand towards the salary cap or something. So, and uh, in years gone by, you could drop a guy from the senior list, and then through the rookie draft, Re- redraft yeah. him. Yeah, so that's gone. Uh, is it? Well, there you can do that this year without having to wait go through the rookie draft. So uh-huh. you can just automatically transfer. I think two people from the senior list to the tra- uh, to the rookie list without yep. having to potentially have another team draft them through the rookie draft period. Yep. Um, another big ongoing contract uh, is Adam Trelaws. Yeah, so is. he's got five years, four and a half million. So he's guaranteed to get that money. Yep. yep. Now the who dispute is it? Is it Bulldogs <laughs> and Collingwood? Who pays what? They haven't quite come to an agreement. So the way that it's supposed to work is the trade deadline was Wednesday – uh, November 19th, that's mm-hmm. when the trade goes through. And they're supposed to have seven days from that point to sort out the contract. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened. Right, right. And uh, so the doggies thought that uh, Trelaw was coming across and Collingwood would pay 300k per season of a 900k contract. <laughs> Collingwood... Not really uh, keen on that arrangement. <laughs> I, I, and so, I can imagine why. Understand. Yeah, they're saying that... <laughs> Their, their books are bad as well, aren't they, at the moment? Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, Collingwood was shifting a lot of players off their books uh, to get clear up some cap room. But yeah, Doggies are worried that if they're having to pay all of this money, that'll put them into some salary cap yeah. uh, mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. So apparently they were up to 200K apart in their negotiations. Right. So it was supposed to be resolved by Wednesday this week. Uh, AFL gave them special exemption to have it resolved by Friday. And as far as I know, it's still not resolved. Is there so. any chance that Trelaw doesn't go to the dogs then? No, so or? he's set. So yeah. he he gets paid guaranteed. Regardless, it's, so ju- it's, it's just, just who, an issue who pays of who what. has to pay it. Okay. Yeah. And other contract news. So Ollie Wines uh, signed a four-year extension. So uh, that's big news because he already had two years on his contract. Uh, so he's from Victoria originally, so uh, several times been linked uh, back to Victorian clubs. Uh, and especially he 2019, he was a joint uh, captain of the club. Mm-hmm. And then and that this sole, year, sole yeah, this year was not the captain anymore. Went uh, to Tom Jonas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, saying, oh, you know, he's not captain anymore. That People thought maybe that would... Uh, mean that he was out of the club. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Port Adelaide being right in the premiership window, uh, they've locked in one of their um, gun players until he'll probably be a one-club player. Yeah. Um, other news this week was Dane Beam officially retires, so he didn't actually play a match uh, this year. So Very um, young too. Yeah, he'd only be 30, wouldn't he? Yeah, so he, he's obviously had his uh, troubles in the past couple of years, mm. uh, mental health, and I think his yeah. father his passing away, passed, yeah. um, which is why he went up to Brisbane to be closer to his family yep. for that period, then back to Collingwood for, what, two seasons now, but I think he only actually played in one of them, but officially retired. So hopefully that is 
the change that he needs in his life to yeah, get the, healthy and um, all the best to him. He, uh, really, yeah. uh, in his yeah. younger days, yeah. really gun player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, played in their premiership in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, another player who retired, uh, James Frawley, retired from the Hawks a few weeks ago. Caught up with one of his old Hawks mates, uh, Jared Ruffhead, who's now an assistant coach at St Kilda. Mm-hmm. Caught up for a few beers. Ruffy says, "Well, you know, Saints might be interested in." Having you on, uh, James Frawley uh, had some family ties to Saints because Danny Frawley yes. was his uncle, yes. who's a, a great uh, Saints legend. Like and so, um, Danny Frawley. Yeah. Now, uh, Chip Frawley is uh, signed on with the Saints, come out of retirement. So, What about Ruffy the Sneaky Dog? Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's go out for a few beers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, mate. Talk yeah. to him after a few beers. Reminisce a little bit. Oh, yeah. I, I can speak from personal experience. After I've had a couple very into some new ideas, take, interpret that as you will, but... Uh, yeah, very, very sneaky there from the big Jared Roughhead. And uh, I think they're good signing. Like, he's only young. They're probably a uh, real insurance policy for them. I think they had uh, their starting tall defenders would have been Dougal Howard and someone else, the name escapes me. But, mm. yeah, probably a good uh, insurance policy for injury and, and those kind of things. So Handy key, key mm. defender yeah, there, James yeah. Frawley, yeah. Uh, that probably that's wraps up everything that's happened in the AFL in the past uh, week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll move into some of the player movements in the NBA. Uh, the big one, of course, was Gordon Howard has signed with the Hornets, so he will go and join uh, Michael Jordan's team. Mass- which, yeah, that's massive. That's massive. And I, th- yeah. I think he was getting really good money as well because I th- think the last time we were talking about it, they might have been thinking Knicks, mm-hmm. uh, but he's signed with the Hornets, and I think they've paid a fair amount of money for him. Yeah, that's really big for Charlotte. Uh, mm. Haywood probably hasn't been the same since that nasty leg yeah. break, like real nasty, and uh, Boston obviously happy to part ways with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be interested to see how he goes over there at Charlotte. I've, I've sort of struggled a little bit yeah. of late. but They got that young ball in the draft, didn't they? They yeah. did. So, so team, team them up together. Yes. Yep. Yes. Kind of trying to rebuild at the moment. So, so LaMelo, LaMelo Ball uh, yes. gets drafted over to Charlotte. Gordon Haywood uh, can play that small forward role. Uh, they might be a little bit better this year. Yeah. So then two big news, uh, Devon Mitchell and Jason Tatum. Donovan. Donovan, sorry. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. Yep. Uh, for Jazz and the Celtics, they both signed Max Deals as well to go – I think Mitchell's a stay. So they're both stay staying with yeah, they're both the teams staying, they're yeah. on. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, some guys got paid. Yeah, this there's a week lot of money in the NBA. Like look, there was, there was money getting thrown around. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and get you an exact figure there on the Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I think they're both two hundred and fifty something. Yeah. Wow. They're big, big dollars. Aussie dollars. Uh, so uh, at that so, point, it doesn't. So really Donovan, Donovan, <laughs> got, Donovan got five years, hundred ninety-five million US. Yeah. Yep. So around the two eighty mark for us. Yeah. AUDs. It's yeah, a lot of big dollar dues. Big money. Uh, also, Bam Adebayor, uh, mm-hmm. who's been really, really good. Uh, for Miami and was a big part of their uh, late run this year. He got the same deal, 595. So Tatum um, must have got the same. Is that the max deal? Yeah, they're the max it? deals. That yeah. must, yeah, must mm. be uh, close there. Uh, Tatum, yeah, Tatum also getting five for 195. Yeah. yeah. 
Not bad money there. So some news on the Aussie front. So Baines goes to the Raptors, joins them, and Delhi yeah. goes back to the Cavs. I think both of them had quite quiet years. Yeah. Delhi was playing very little, uh, which was a bit of a shame after a few years ago, obviously, that run with the Cavs and uh, was quite integral, actually, in them yeah. uh, winning the whole thing. Uh, would Obviously, as an Australian basketball fan, love to see Baines and Delhi get a little bit more involved at their new clubs. Uh, Cavs, whew, pretty... You're pretty average at the moment. Pretty ordinary, pretty ordinary. Uh, but obviously, Delhi's played there. He's got history there. Uh, and maybe better for them in terms of game time yeah, to go minutes, to definitely. a struggling club and get a few more minutes. Obviously, Delhi been riding the bench with the Bucks, who have been quite good yep. of late. Uh, and Baines goes to the Raptors. Uh, they kind of need uh, a, a second big guy. They've got that Jonas Valanciunas. So I yeah. probably haven't done that very well. The big Lithuanian, he's kind of like a Vakaitis of uh, semi-pro. You know, he just doesn't speak a lick of English, but plays good D. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully Aaron Baines can help out and get a few minutes over there in Toronto. Yep. And then the last one I had was um, Gasson goes to the Lakers. That's huge. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a massive piece. So Dwight Howard has left the Lakers, I'm pretty sure. So yep. Mark Gasol, that is, um, goes to play where his brother uh, obviously had a lot of success yep. with Kobe and Co, uh, they're they're going to be unreal again, and that's just a, a huge signing. Marc Gasol, for me, is better than an aging Dwight Howard yes, uh, and mm. should probably get that starting centre role there at Los Angeles. Uh, they, they'll be very hard to beat again this upcoming year. It starts, obviously, it's November now. The NBA normally is... December. Um, not, well, it's normally in by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's normally a month in. Because uh, of the COVID and everything that's been mucked around this year, I think it's mid-December start mm. there for the NBA. So we'll be able to uh, considering it only ended a month ago. Yeah, so. it seems like it's, it seems like it's only only Quick just finished. Around. Yeah, so we'll be able to have uh, some in-season NBA news uh, shortly on the Esky. Yeah. So that'll wrap up uh, kind of quick look at the NBA and I think we'll jump straight into the cricket with the, the one-day match with the second game currently going and do, do, the do. first game on Friday the 27th. <laughs> do, 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 take, it, take it away, do, 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 do. For, Um, We'll get into the cricket in a second. Do you remember the year is 1999? You finish school for the year. The Australian cricket team's playing. You go home, you flick on Channel 9, and there's bloody free-to-air Australian cricket on. It's it's a <laughs> rort. It's a bloody rort. Foxtel and KO obviously having the deals. Shout out to our friends at KO. We're watching the, the game live now, courtesy of you blokes. But how does it happen? Channel 7 has made an absolute This, this absolute on the SQ meal. or on the soapbox? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we fired him up. Well, speaking of soapboxes, you, you bloody put on the television at 2, two o'clock on a Friday, and there is bloody... It's just soaps. Yeah. It's just bloody soaps. And the Australian cricket team is playing a few hours away from your house and you can't bloody watch them play. That's that's. I'm sure there's all kinds of weird deals with money and numbers uh, and projections and it's shit all, that it's, I don't understand. you got to blame Cricket Australia for this because they've gone, chased the money, they've gone to seven, taken it away from nine and seven's kind of shit gone show. back. Shit show. It's been a shit show. Yeah, and then they've mm. kind of kind of broken it up and then, you know, Foxtel's gotten this and that and, yeah, I think... I think Nines brought almost all of it back down for the next summer of cricket. Just you just so, think you just yeah. think for the kids because cricket's one of those games 
that that it transcends class. You know, it used to be an upper class man's game. Now people from private schools to public schools to housing commissions to backyards to back streets, they all love cricket. Well, and, well, and the all fact the big that bash will be on live, won't it? All the, yes. So that doesn't make sense that you, the big bash is on live and the Australian national it, team. Essentially what they're saying is we care more about the big bash than the Australian national team, the, which is a joke because India is here. It's, it's And the huge. women's it's big India. bash has been on yeah. TV recent, hasn't it? Yes, so, it has been. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to the girls. Uh, obviously, that's just wrapped up. Um, you know, they've come a long way in the development of their game. But I'm sorry if, if all those big ga- – every single Big Bash game is on free-to-air TV, men's and women's. How can you not get this on free-to-air? It's, uh, it, I, the reason I harp on about it, we've seen what has happened to rugby union in this mm, country definitely. over the last five years with it uh, not being very uh, broadly telecast on free-to-air TV. I do worry not for cricket as a sport – but for one day, the one day format and the one day internationals, you know, maybe mm. no, I'm not going to say of becoming obsolete, but I worry that the kids don't get the access to it that they well, should be getting. They they're interested in the T20, so yeah, yeah. That's that's rant over for me. I'll, we'll get stuck into the game. Yeah, get stuck in the game one. <laughs> um, but yeah, do miss those days, late nineties, putting on the television and watching the Aussie cricket team play in a one dayer. Uh, wow, we wah wah. Steve Smith, Aaron Finch, Glenn Maxwell, handy. Uh, yeah, yeah. They Australia put up a very big score. Well, they had so 378 or three, it? Six 374. for 374. 374. Batting first yeah. in, in Sydney. A massive partnership uh, between Finch and Warner to start off. So, top three all fired for Australia, which is. Any cricket team, if your top three fires, that's your recipe for success there, isn't yeah, it? indeed. And it's a pretty handy top three. Uh, Finch ended up with 114 off 124, getting his 17th ODI 100, I believe, which yep. sneaky pretty good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you put that up against a, a lot of, you know, big names, guys in the past. That's that's right up there. Uh, poor fella kind of got overshadowed by yeah. a bloke called Steve Smith who... Who found his hands found, during the week. He lost is, his hands. He, yeah. he did lose his hands. And like, for an odd... He said sometimes he just forgets how to hold a cricket bat. But like one of the best <laughs> freshmen <laughs> in the world and you know, in the last 10 years, he forgets how to hold a cricket bat. He's that awkward when you know, he's got his own unique style, hasn't he? Very unique, no one, very unique. And as we alluded to before, <laughs> I, I, I hate to say Spectrum, but I, yeah. he's... He, He's, he's such a competitor and obviously every single thing he does, he analyses more than anyone else will mm. ever analyse. Um, so, yeah, quite a funny thing for... Because, yeah, he wasn't wasn't in form in the IPL. No, and, uh, most, and had to do two weeks of quarantine yeah. coming back to Australia and I believe they got out the day... I think they got out Thursday of their quarantine. Mm. So it's quite remarkable... Remarkable to think that he's sat in a hotel room for two weeks, hasn't hit a ball. I think that they could and, do some training... Uh, were they, so, yeah, 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 because where they were, they were allowed to do some training. Oh, okay, both, okay. But, so he has been hitting balls. Yeah, right. But, I was, I wasn't aware of that. But man, like he went out there and he just, he just does things that other people don't do. Maybe this guy, Glenn Maxwell, does a, a few of the weird things that. Do you think Maxwell had a reverse uh, lap? I haven't seen that before. Yeah. He, he loves a reverse sweep. Yeah, reverse. He lap. goes to it frequently, but yeah. I. He did a reverse lap. I've never seen anyone uh, else do it before. I know the shot that you're uh, alluding to. Just yeah. ridiculous. Uh, had a reverse weight for six and one that was one bounce away. Yeah. Uh, he had a huge cameo. I should Great. say that um, 
as well that Smith rode his luck. He was actually given out uh, LBW when he was on 13. Reviewed. Reviewed it, and it was missing the top of the stumps mm, quite by a coat of varnish. Beastie. Yeah. Uh, it was... So rode his luck, got a second opportunity on the review, and, made, and yeah, took fully, uh, full advantage. Made the Indians pay, had 100 off 62, which is the third fastest century by an Aussie ever in ODI cricket. Do you guys know yeah. one and two? It flashed up on the screen before. Uh, Maxwell and Faulkner. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah. Poor Jimmy Faulkner. I had forgotten about him. Yeah. We've got him up here in that in the World Cup final. He was the he man. Was of the, the finisher for a yeah. while, wasn't he? He was the man of the match. Obviously, fallen out of form a little bit, but yeah, yeah. he owns the second fastest fifty, uh, fastest hundred by. Uh, an Aussie at about 57 balls, and this and man here... Smith has equaled himself today. Yeah, as of yes. today. So Smith now has two 62-ball hundreds, uh, and big Glenn Maxwell has a record there on 51. With the ball for the Aussies, Hazelwood uh, in the 10-over power play at the start, picked up three wickets, uh, picked up the important wicket of Coley, mm-hmm. And then uh, Zampa kind of cleaned up the tail with four for 54. So they were really the pick Re- of the Aussies. Redeemed himself Zampa because dropped, dropped, dropped Coley on, on one. one. So Cummins should have had him, uh, should have had Coley, and then Zampa dropped him. And yeah. I think that was, both teams were a bit sloppy in the field. Three catches uh, dropped each, mm-hmm. potentially down to that time in quarantine, uh, not maybe doing their normal uh, training and fielding training. So Perhaps, perhaps. There's Coley getting out the other night. Uh, charged Hazelwood. Hazelwood drops it in short. He goes for a sort of a charging pull shot. That's, very, what, that's very, what you very hard, do. Very hard shot to play. Because Hazelwood isn't going to give you any you know, short and wide ones. Yeah, He's not going to give you any gotta loose ones. You've got you got to do something aggressive mm-hmm. to get hold of him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if you don't quite pull it off, uh, he'll get you. And that's, I think... Hazelwood got two of his wickets that way, and then he got uh, Shreyas Iyer with a bouncer that I had not. I don't think he's played in Australia before. No, but he had no idea. Yeah, the quick, tell. quick bouncy wickets, and Hazelwood, a, a big, tall um, uh, bowler, really got him with a stupid shot. Yeah. Like you got to get your bat out of the did, way there. He didn't decide if he's going to duck it or if he's going to hit it, and yeah. he kind of got in the middle and he yeah, essentially, got himself out. Essentially, did a. Uh, Catching practice exercise there yeah. for Alex Carey. Uh, and then it was pretty much all over. Uh, they did bat the 50 overs, uh, but fell well short. What it, I'll tell you what, watching uh, Smith had a big part to do with it, uh, as well as Maxwell. I think the Aussies were... Oh, they were on par for about 330, 30 overs into this game. Finch and Warner obviously setting, uh, setting them up. But that last... 20 overs, 15 overs, where Smith and Maxwell just went absolutely ham. Very nice to watch and ended up posting a huge score there at the What's, SCG. The, it was the third highest score at the SCG. You wouldn't believe who got the highest. I might go close again today. Well, yeah, 346 overs in. 345 with four, yeah. four overs to go. 3.4 overs to go. So Again, a hold of Boomerang. Like he's, yeah, he's hard to get He's away. been up the top. Of world bowling uh, for a few years, he's just and got that action. It's it's hard to pick up. They've got hold of him because, uh, yeah, obviously I think Bumrah, Shami, and then Chahal are probably the strike weapons mm. for India in their bowling attack, and then so they've really got hold of these other guys, uh, Saini, who's I think he's only played uh, six or seven ODIs, yep. and then uh, they weren't sure. I've seen Pandya's. Bowled today, but he didn't bowl on Friday. He didn't 
bowl the entire IPL coming no, off he's, a he's, back surgery. Yeah, coming back so from injury. So obviously they've needed him today to provide another option because uh, Boomerah hasn't been getting his usual wickets. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Chahal's been expensive. Mm. I didn't mind the look of that Chahal though. Like the Aussies played him very well. Uh, it's the first time I've really seen him. Mm. Uh, it's the first time he's been out here. Uh, nice for India to have a leggy. They yeah. haven't really had uh, a quality leggy since yeah. Kumble. Um, so be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're just a little bit one dimensional. Like it feels like if you get Kohli with Rohit Sharma not playing, mm. they look very uh, vulnerable. And I think Shikhar Darwin and this Agarwal, who's got a, he's yeah. had a really nice start in his test career. He's already made three. He had a good IPL, him good, and uh, good KL I- Rahul at yeah. the top of uh, Kings Eleven. They need they need to step yeah. up and and be the Warner and Finch yeah. to Coley Smith yeah. in this series. Uh, for, it's going to be hard for him to win from here. The, the Aussies look like they might put on about 400. But it is, it's interesting that Australia-India series coming straight off an IPL mm. where you know Finch and Coley were teammates a couple of weeks ago, yeah. now yeah. opposing captains. And so you think these guys have just been in and around on the same teams for the past two months and now on opposing teams. Uh-huh. Uh, so a few kind of interesting uh, things like that where – you know, teammates a few weeks ago, now opponents. So uh, it just adds an extra little, you know, Australia, India doesn't need any extra spice, but it's just adding a little extra spice. It's, mm. it's gone from medium to hot vindaloo. <laughs> Following your comment from a sloppy team, uh, sloppy in the field before, uh, they dropped, it was either Labuschagne or Ma- yeah, Maxwell. Just loose, Maxwell. Loose, loose bus change. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was loose bus change, minus lasagna, Labuschagne. Uh, Jadeja, normally quite good in the field. He'd be of, their best fielder. Yeah, I'd say, yeah I'd say so. Uh, a reasonable, should have, should have, yeah, pretty much it. a sitter at that level at uh, long off there. So, so perhaps, yeah, a little bit rusty in the field there. So Aussie's obviously in box seat of game two, going to post a score it's gonna, more yeah. than 350 yep. batting first. You'd, you'd think, you know, odds on to defend that. You've seen Coley's yeah. record chasing. Oh, unreal. Like it's Averaging like 60 plus or something. Yeah, like it's that. like, I think it's 70 yeah. plus. Yeah. Well. yeah, loves loves chasing and his record as captain. I had that up on Friday night and it's like... His average as captain is like 20 more than any other captain. Mm. Probably doesn't love chasing 370, 380. (laughs) And as we alluded to, need some help from guys like Agarwal, Darwin and Rahul. Uh, Love having the cricket back. Love uh, it being on television. uh, Next next week, a couple of games in Canberra. The third ODI first T20. I'll be there with with bells on on both. the On the Esky boys chat about some local cricket. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously growing up, didn't really get international cricket here in Canberra. So the fact uh, that there's two in three days is making me a little bit horny. <laughs> <laughs> That'll right. finish up our cricket chat and yep. we will move on. I'll probably touch very, very quickly on the Formula 1. So the races tonight, mm. it's in Bahrain. Uh, yep. Hamilton, Bottas and Verstappen are your one, two, three. Yep. Uh, and Ricardo is in six. So that's probably the main stories for Bahrain as the race will start this evening. Yep. Uh, then we'll quickly jump into a bit of the UFC and some boxing news. So UFC 255 was last week. Uh, Bullet dominates. Um, so Shevchenko. Um, <laughs> uh, she, I think, dropped only one round where she was 
got taken down and was pushed a bit with the wrestling, but otherwise completely dominated the fight. It looks like she will possibly fight Jessica Andrade next, who has come up from strawweight. So she had the title at 115 and has since dropped that and now come up to 125. But I don't see anyone beating Bullet anytime soon. Um, Shogun got knocked out. Um, That's probably should be his career. Uh, Is in. He's yeah. quite old now. Yes. Yeah, he's getting yeah I think we yeah. looked this up. Yeah. and he, he's sneaky. It wasn't as old as we thought he yeah, was. Yeah, he's sneaky young, yeah. but he's like 37, 38. But he's been around the block yes. in uh, <laughs> MMA circles for a long I'm time. I think of his last like 10 fights, he's lost like half of them by knockouts as well. Wow. So I think he's probably done. Mm. Um, so then the, the, the main event was the featherweight uh, championship. Um, how do you say his name? How do you say that? Devison. Devinson. Uh, he won with a quick sub in the first round um, to take that fight. Uh, looked much bigger than the other bloke. I think it was Alex, Alex um, Perez. Mm. Um, beat him easy. Well, I don't want to say easy. Um, Alex attacked him early and he took him down and subbed him very, very quickly. The interesting story about this is he's now backing up at 256, which is in two weeks now. So it was three weeks right. from the, the, the fight. So it was a three-week turnaround for him um, fighting against um, – how do you say that? Is it more more Morno? I got that right. Moreno. Moreno. Uh, so Brandon Moreno, who fought on the undercard for this fight as well. So they're going to fight for the belt. So they're both turning around in three weeks to fight each other. Very quick wow. turnaround. Yeah, very yeah. quick. Because usually they do, um, you know, they got to negotiate some want some time off, and then they do like an eight week um, camp before they come into a fight. So guess mm. um, that's the benefit you get of a quick submission in the first round. It's yeah, you haven't yeah. gone through that beating of a four, five round fight kind of thing. Yeah, I think so both had it. quick wins and yeah, so don't know, have to worry about any medical clearance. Turn it around, like um, yeah. and uh, it's they've also they're saving that card because Pierre Yan, who's the bantamweight champion at the moment, uh, the other Cejudo belt, um, uh, he has withdrawn for personal reasons, couldn't get a visa, whole bunch of other things. Um, so he versus Sterling, who Sterling's been on a terror at the moment. Um, that fight was scrapped. So um, the flyweight championship steps in there to take over. And the only other note from that was Mike Perry missed weight for his fight and then got worked by Tim Means. Um, still doesn't have a real coach for that. So he's not, there's kind of talk like, are you really taking this seriously? You could be better yeah. in the welterweight division. But yeah, he's, again, losers. Um, got. And by decision to Memes, who's on the up at the moment. And the other fight from today, Anthony Smith versus... Devin Clark. Devin Clark. Yep, so fairly similar to last week, I guess. Uh, Very quick first round um, finish with Anthony Smith. Looked like Clark Um, was trying to push it and take him down, and then Smith... Yeah, very active. So he had 27 strikes in the first two and a half minutes, but Yeah. yeah, Smith just took him down. Uh, submitted him with a triangle hold first round. Win. Pretty good comeback and getting hit 27 times in two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he very much he tried to start aggressive and then got some early attack and then tried to take yeah. him down and then Smith reversed it and his ground game was just better and um, very worked him into a triangle choke. I think he was the finish. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And as much as the 27 hits, I think, they weren't nothing. He yeah. only had one significant you strike. You've got to so. be wary with those stats sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 27 touches yeah, as opposed to 27 strikes sometimes. Yeah. So 
Then into the boxing news, um, they had the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones uh, boxing card which was uh, today. That's, yeah, as we mm-hmm. were broadcasting. So Jake Paul got a TKO on Nate Robinson yeah, to form, start with. former NBA player. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of a mismatch in terms of size. size I think yeah, Jake, Jake Paul's probably got six inches and probably a fair few pounds, pounds on him. Yeah, but obviously yeah. going up against a professional – An fo- athlete. <laughs> former professional athlete. Boxing very different to – the NBA, so Nate, that's a second round stoppage against him. Nate Robinson, five foot nine and can dunk. Yeah, I'm six foot six and I can't dunk. I don't need to try, but it's 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 close. Uh, uh, I think it's difference in the calves, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's training calves all week this week, <laughs> and we'll see no results. Um, yeah, Jake Paul. He's obviously he wants. Uh, I think that's his. Third, uh, I think it's his third it's fight. Third fi- no, it's his. Yes, it is his third professional fight, and he's beaten um, Anthony Gibson, and I think that no, that's he had that professional fight. He didn't fight on the other KSI fight, so he's had those two professional, and he had one amateur against Deji, who's KSI's younger brother. See, he wants Floyd, so, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, yeah, he's been getting up in his grill on Instagram. So stupid, but anyway, <laughs> but. You can see it's he's a big guy. He's got like big it's guy. He's it's got a weird, you know, this exhibition type format, very hard to analyse. If if Logan mm. uh would land one mm. on on Floyd, he could knock him out. And he's yeah. shown that today with Nate Robinson. So I'd I'd definitely would be interested in watching it. Yeah. So then for the Mike Tyson of Roy fight, I from what we saw, very much of a hug fest. And I think Bit of a snooze fest. Wasn't I think it? Roy yeah. took it by decision on. Actually, uh, no, there was no. no it was a draw. It was a it was draw because uh-huh. this uh-huh. is one of the things through the week. There was no judges for this, so uh, there's right. there no scores for it. <laughs> so oh, yeah. you, they couldn't go well, for a knockout, and they weren't going to judge it. But they there wasn't there was <laughs> unofficial. How do you win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was an unofficial score. Yeah, cards, they had celebrities so. doing the score. Cards. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is this was a bit of a letdown. I, yeah, like I was very excited, and you know that it was two old men fighting. Let's that, be that two very in very good shape, yeah. killers, former legends fighting. But yeah, it did sort of uh, lack a little bit of uh, that that knockout power. Uh, mm. They were told not to try and knock each other out beforehand. Mm. Um, yeah, a little bit of a letdown for me. Then there is talk that they might do a two and a three. Why? <laughs> I was about to say because, uh, yeah, good for uh, after today. Well, they both made ten mil supposedly from yeah, this. Good so money for it's good for money yeah. for them. Good for the sport of boxing for young people to yeah. you know have a look at these guys. Go back and watch the YouTube clips of them. Absolute assassins yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, today a little bit underwhelming. Can the marketers pull the wool over people's eyes a second or third time? <laughs> <Yeah>. Probably, <laughs> maybe. Probably when when a guy's got a name like Mike Tyson, even Roy Jones Jr. Uh, you know, one at four divisions uh, at weight class, four weight classes, never been done before. Um, un- unreal uh, fighters in their day. Today, a little bit lacklustre, but yeah, I'm sure uh, this is won't be the last time we're talking about them. Yep. So that'll finish up uh, fighting news for the week, and we'll move into a very small soccer note. Um, Diego Maradona. Um, died during the week at the age of 60. He died from a heart attack. I think he was in hospital yeah, he had, uh, at I the time. Yeah, he had a brain surgery. Yeah, he mm-hmm. had, had a brain surgery yeah. few earlier, a few, few, few weeks, weeks ago, ago, early in the month. And, yeah, he's, um, of course, he's been out of sorts. Uh, the, the drug use is very well known yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, very sad news, yeah. obviously. Uh, 
yeah, you, he's got that footage of him from was it the twenty? Twenty no, was earlier than that. Twenty fourteen World Cup. I think. Oh, yeah, was, when when yeah, he's pretty much in the stands, <laughs> yeah, just, taking doing bumps, just bugled out of his eyelids, <laughs> like just going absolutely mad. But you don't want the the post career to take away from the career. Um, mm. Probably one of the best five footballers ever to well, to, the, to, to grace this with, this earth with Pele. It was the um, player of the century of the twentieth century joint. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, him and, him and Pelé, very high regard. and then I, th- I think you have to have Messi and Ronaldo in the, in the conversation. A conversation we can get into another day. There's pl- there's plenty that you could say there. Just obviously passing our condolences over to Maradona and Argentina, uh, missing a legend. I think the English mm. fans uh, <laughs> might have been the only people that might have taken this a little bit uh, less. Uh, uh, empathetic than they should have. <laughs> Obviously, the hand of God, yeah, uh, probably most famous yep. for in that 1986 World Cup final. Yep. Uh, but sad news, uh, a legend of the game and a legend of sport yes. uh, leaves. Um, 2020, man, pretty shitty year. So, mm. yeah, rest in peace, Maradona. Definitely. And condolences, of course, to the family. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he's got a very large family, of course. Mm. Yeah, massive family. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And well, I, I suppose to the whole country of... Argentina, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, well, I think they have three days of mourning or something. Yeah, I think they did have yeah. three yeah. days of mourning. It's it's hard to compare. It's uh, you know, Hawkey died uh, what last year. Mm. You know, and it's not even on the same level. Like we, I don't. It'd be like when Bradman died. I think it's the only way to compare. Well, even I mm. think because Bradman, by he that was time, in his nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. So kind of yeah. forgotten. I don't so, want to say forgotten about him, but it's it's not it's not probably, his generation. Yes, kind no, of thing. there's probably right. no comparison. There's probably That's no right. comparison yeah. for how Argentinians are feeling um, at the moment, mm. uh, which leads us into the Argentinians getting absolutely smoked last night by the All Blacks. I thought, I thought, given uh, they drew with them a, a week or two ago. No, yes. Uh, so Argentina beat the All Blacks. Oh, that's right, sorry. Blacks. And then Argentina with drew with Australia. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then and Australia lost. Just uh, drew with, sorry, Argentina 15 all. Yeah. yeah. So that no was last, tries. So last weekend, yeah. Australia versus yep. uh, Argentina. Mm. The, you know, no tries in the whole game. It was 15 15 draw. Um, bit of a sloppy affair, but. Dude, that's, that game was is everything that's wrong with rugby. Yeah. yeah. All the penalty guys. Need mm. tries. Mm. And uh, yeah, the All Blacks go absolutely ham last night in Argentina. Yeah. They're going to yeah. wrap, wrap up the Tri Nations essentially with that. Uh, well, they've made it very hard for Australia. I think Australia have to score. Yeah. They have to beat the All Blacks and score a lot of points. I think. Yeah. So, so the All Blacks um, beat Argentina thirty-eight to nil mm-hmm. with five tries, and they got bonus point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the Australia has to win by a bonus point, and yes. then overtake them on points difference. Think so, yeah. So, so statistically possible, uh, very unlikely. In, real, in reality, yeah, probably not. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think they've got a five-point lead over um, the rest of the teams. But um, during the Haka, the All Blacks did a little memorial, uh, memorial to to Maradona as well. So uh, yeah, yeah. Nice they laid the number the, ten jersey down. Yeah, and black, yeah. The Haka uh, All Blacks jersey with Maradona number ten. Yeah. On it. Yeah. yeah, very touchy. Um, Peppy, I'll hand over to you for a little bit of golf news. <laughs> it's Harvey news. I just wanted to touch on it. It's What's been, happening in the world of golf? What a been, note to finish <laughs> the podcast on. It's been it's been in the media this week. Greg Mort, Greg Norman, the shark. He's sixty five years old. He was photographed this week uh, walking his dog on a beach, his rig. beach somewhere. His rig is 
phenomenal. He's been like, doing some sit-ups. Oh, he's been doing, <laughs> I think he's been doing more than that. Um, but yeah, just in incredible shape. Uh, the shark and the pecker are also <laughs> in incredible shape. Just wanted to mention it. Just wanted to say, uh, I think Greg's still very long off the tee. <laughs> Etc. Um, Etc. Et Shout out to Greg the Shark, uh, probably the greatest Australian golfer of all time. <laughs> Looks like he's enjoying his retirement. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And the final note I had for on the skit today and semi sports related, uh, the Undertaker. Uh, officially retired from the world of wrestling after 30 years in the business. 30 years, long yeah, time. Very impressive, and especially at their you know top level and doing the amount of travel and the amount of work that they those guys do. Uh, that are, you know officially retired. I think he had a bit of retirement ceremony at WrestleMania last year because I don't think they well they did the the closed one I think this year, uh, but he wasn't at it. But they yeah officially retired um, from the world of wrestling uh, a couple of days ago. One of the greatest intros of all wrestlers. He will be missed. Yeah, cut a full promo, cut a you know full entrance for for them finish up his retirement. So yeah, he went out with a bit of a bang. We we cover sports. We cover sports entertainment. You get it all here. Shout out to the Undertaker on the Esky. That'll wrap us up, won't it? That'll do us for this week. So we covered, of course, the NFL. Um, the week that was and the week that will be. Um, we went through all the player movements for the NRL, AFL and NBA, had a quick check-in on the Formula One and uh, the M- MMA and boxing, covered the cricket as Australia are now three for 82 with three to go. 382. 382. 300, that's what I said, that's what I said, 382. Three, you said three for 82. Three, <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, he's just hit another six. Maxwell, so Maxie's Maxie's going. going Four bananas. for 388. Maximum for Maxi. So yeah, the Indians yeah. would be chasing 390-odd. You would think yeah. uh, that would yeah. be a very tall task. Oh, if he hits 260, they'll hit 400 on the dot. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you next week on the Esky. Uh, obviously, the NFL in full swing. Yep. Uh, the summer of cricket underway here. Uh, there's bit of APL that we could get to. Definitely. There's, uh, there's always something to talk about. There's always something yeah. to talk about. Yeah, we about. should probably get stuck in that because they're deep in their second lockdown at the moment and it'll be interesting to see how they're doing as a league at the moment over there. And if we run out of sport one day, there's always Greg Norman's cock. <laughs> <laughs> and that is on the Esky. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, boys. Thanks, boys. We'll see you all later. next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.